everybody, and welcome to Nerd Wars. You guys, look at this spiffy new mask I got. That's right, you guys can get Popcorn Planet face masks. They're in the Teespring store. They're supposed to be down below, but I'll put the link down in the description. But look at this style. Woo, woo, woo. You guys can get them now. So it's too hard to hear me, but uh, go check it out. There's also a new Movie World shirt, and uh, you can always get... I, I want to see some people with Popcorn Planet shirts. I, got, I, wore, I didn't wear mine today. Uh, but you guys can always support the store if you want to help ch uh, the channel. Uh, welcome, everybody. Happy Thursday. I'm here. I'm about, You guys are making me smile, so I got I, I got to get this uh, dailies to sponsor my podcast. I, I pretty much do it every night. These nice frozen beverages, they're like a dollar and a half sometimes, two dollars at your uh, local uh, Walmarts, and uh, man, does the job for me. I like it. I'm so excited to talk about some fun stuff tonight. Uh, we got two main events I want to talk about, and a lot of other little stories we'll hit too. You guys can always chip pivot where we talk about. Uh, you can support thanks to the mods. I see Bunda, I see Southwick, Joe, so many people. Uh, David, what's up, guys? Welcome. Thank you for joining. Uh, so many people in the chats. Always good to see you guys. Uh, they will be sending you links. You know how the show works. You guys can support. Uh, you'll get in the show, and uh, we'll 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 talk about what you want. Thank you, Bunda. Yeah, Bunda just sent that Teespring link up. Uh, but uh, well, today we're going to talk about Fortnite versus Apple. It's been blowing up all day because Fortnite's trying to basically set the tone with Apple and be like, we're done. We're done paying you these absorbent fees. We're fighting back. Uh, and so we're going to talk about that. And then also we're going to talk about uh, Last Airbender, Avatar the Last Airbender. We just dropped a big scoop. I did it with Phantom Wire. Uh, finally, the reasons as to why Netflix and the creators parted ways. We're going to talk about that as well. Uh, so lots on deck, lots to talk about. Uh, and I got two of my two wonderful people to, have, to talk about it with me. My man Adon is back as always. What's up, Adon? Always a pleasure to be here with you. Good to see you, my man. And uh, look who's joining us. He's, he's moved up to the big time. Mr. Movie Champ himself, Absent Good. What's How you up? feeling tonight, man? Hey, thanks for letting me join, man. I truly appreciate it. Hey, man, you, I like I like when you when people are they, they have the, the hustle, man. You were grinding. You're, we've been talking. You've been trying to get on there. I know you and you and your lady want to do a, a nerd war at some point. We got a lot brewing, but you, you came in at the right time. I was like, you know what? Yeah, I got a spot. Come on in. I, Let's I talk about it. I before I leave today. I All right, good. Maybe, or maybe we'll bring her in at the end if she's around. Uh, so I'm excited to have you good. Let's Don't disapoint. You're on the, you're on the big time now. Uh, <laughs> so let's see how it goes. <laughs> Uh, and uh, I just saw Maxi Nenmark, Newmark. Just thank you for joining the Popcorn Planeteers. Uh, Maxi just became a member here. Welcome to the team. I am going to do some more screenings and more uh, exclusive app, uh, uploads just to you guys because sometimes I'm waiting in between uh, stuff and I, I realize there's some some stories I want to do and I'm like, I don't know if this is going to help the channel. And I, I, I'm going to be doing them more often. So you guys that become members, uh, now's your chance to get some exclusive uh, stuff strictly to you guys. Uh, and you'll get the full show. Uh, if you miss it live, you can always do the playback of Nerd Wars and Change Our Minds. Uh, so thank you, Maxi, for becoming a member. Now you get that. Let's see you in the... Let's, Leave in the chat. Let's see. I gotta put man. I gotta put some more icons in there. Uh, but throw a Captain America uh, shield in the chat, and if you have those unlocked, or you can do an Andy face, uh, and uh, we'll we'll congratulate you for becoming a member because now you got that fancy little uh, uh, coin next to you. Uh, all right, but guys, are you ready to do this? This first up, I think I, I, we might have. Uh, is he gonna join? I don't know. We had a guest who might have joined, but he's he's busy, so I can't tell if he's gonna join. What do you, what do you guys want to talk about? Airbender or Fortnite first? What do you what are you guys feeling? Uh, I'm down for either way. Uh, well, that doesn't help me, Don. Jesus. <laughs> Chat, what do you want us to talk about first? What are you more excited about? What's our main event here? 
Ooh, Bunda's doing it. Uh, chat, you have we have thirty seconds. Uh, but both of you take a vote. What, what what are you more What are you more passionate about tonight? I say I say let's go for Airbender one. I don't mind. I'm, I'm more passionate about Airbender. Okay, let's yeah. start with Airbender, and then you guys will will talk about Fortnite and Apple uh, afterwards as I get my drink. Oh yeah, it's gonna be so good. Uh, all right, let's let's talk about um, uh, Avatar first. Um, we're gonna talk, and so if you guys were, uh, we'll 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 post the other one. Uh, I guess I'll post it later. Because we'll, we'll, it'll be next live, but we'll, uh, people watching this after the fact, you'll see it later. Oh, my God. Look at this. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. I want to do an, a quick update on where we stand uh, and what happened. So those of you who missed my story, you should have watched my story. What's up with you guys? My God. But for those of you who didn't, let's uh, let's go through the, um, the article. Uh, there's a video you can watch as well. But I also... Uh, Helped with an article over on Phantom Wire. Just an update. I, I'm still very big fans of Phantom Wire. They've been uh, Riley over there is a really good friend of mine. I'm super grateful for everything I've done. I just haven't had time. I haven't been focusing on them as much. Um, so I help. I, we, we keep in touch. I help pay attention to sort of what they're doing. And when we get a good exclusive that sort of matches our, our styles, we we team up. So uh, I'm not officially like. Just some people have asked me. I don't officially work for them anymore. I, I was for a period, but they're doing great things, and I, I help when I can, uh, and we're in good places. And so when a scoop like this comes and our sources uh, are the same, uh, or you know, we can verify, oh, yeah, we got this. I, I was happy to team up with them to give them this exclusive so we could do it in tandem uh, to talk about this exclusive of Avatar and why the creators left Netflix. So quickly, if you didn't already read it or watch the video, uh, it was really three things. The budget, the diverse cast, and the tone of the show. And so basically they want more money. That one's expected. Uh, but then apparently Netflix, again, quoting from the source, uh, Netflix, wa Netflix wanted the ability to consider some white actors for the series. But this was a non-starter for the creators who are insistent uh, that not a single white actor be on the series. We're going to talk about that. But the biggest thing I want to talk about is this tone because apparently – uh, and I, I followed up. Uh, they want it to be more Stranger Things. Like they don't. It doesn't. They're not thinking like Game of Thrones, dark, dark, dark. But they want it. You know, they don't want it to be so kiddy. They want it to be a little scary. Uh, adults can tune in too. Uh, and so they want to go more that route than just the standard, you know, kid-friendly light sort of tone that they had. Uh, they want to be able to have more romance, but sex and blood potentially. Uh, and uh, that's what the creators were against. So that's what we got. Um, and some more insight actually I've gotten since I've released the scoop. Some people have been coming forward. Some other people telling me some more information. I may, I may uh, talk about that a bit as we go. But I want to focus more on this question of the tone. What is the best idea for this show? That's the first one I want to talk about with you guys because there really are two ways you can go with this. You could go, you know, because look, I'm watching with my 10-year-old daughter, right? And it's like I was excited to show her. But if they end up increasing the blood and sort of sex on it, She's, we're, I'm not going to be as excited because I'm like, oh, I get, sorry, I can't watch this one with you. They made it too adult. Uh, so like, I see the problem there of like, oh, it'd be nice to have the family thing again. At the same time, you know, I wouldn't mind. We have the family version, right? We have the animated one. Like, why just do a shot for shot remake? Why not try to take advantage of the medium of the half of the hour long scripted show and get into a little bit more drama, et cetera? And if the creators weren't wanting to do that, I mean, it makes me wonder, was it a good fit? Were they sort of stuck in their way, right? Were they unable to see the vision beyond sort of what they've already done? In which case, would that, is that really what we want? Do we want the Watchmen version of this, just, you know, in, in live action form? Uh, so I want to go through this. I want to see where each of you stand, then we'll just we'll have a little bit of fight here. Uh, but let's start with you, Adon. What is your feeling on this sort of 
Dark versus Kid Taker. Do you think Netflix has a point? Uh, or do you think, no, the creators, we should be following what they want. And if they want to go more family friendly, let's go there. See, I like the idea of having the creators there, but I don't mind a change. I would actually like a, a change. Um, I look at it this way. How many uh, franchises have been adapted from comic books into shows that are really good, but they're not you know, verbatim as their original uh, products? It, because you recognize they have to change. We have it with The Boys. We have it with Umbrella Academy. We have it with The Preacher. Um, and... I'm not going to include CW series, but, you know, we all know how that goes. Uh, but there's a lot of shows that have been out there that are good and they make that transition. Now, granted, yes, there's been flaws with doing it on some cases, but I would actually be interested. Avatar does have the potential. If they wanted to make it darker, they could easily make that a darker show. It has a lot of underlying tones that they could have done. And it's still... I think it would be fine if they made it a little bit darker and then they added levity throughout the show. Um, personally, what I uh, I am probably the minority when it came to Korra. When Korra came out, I actually enjoyed Korra, and a lot of people did not like Korra. Um, and I liked it because I felt it was a little bit more mature than Airbender and uh, with moments of levity. And they hit a lot of serious moments, too. Uh, some of their executions were a little bit off, but that's where learning comes in. But yeah, uh, they definitely could have done it. The whitewashing thing, it's kind of like a, is kind of, they really could have done a open world. Because it's a world, it's not like a continent. They could have done an open world. And the idea of making, making um, different nationalities in there, it makes sense. Uh so they didn't have to say 100% it has to be all, you know, Asian culture in it. So I'm actually against that point. I didn't like how M. Night did it, where it was like all one culture, like we whitewash everything and then we make the bad guys all this one culture. That That's wrong. That's wrong. Mix mix it up. Make it an open world so no one really cares. And then, uh, and or just throw them all into the earthbending nation. Because really, let's be honest, Earthbenders are mixed. <laughs> that's that's how they are. Um, yeah, that's. I'm gonna cut it right there and save some of my. Yeah, go. Uh, I want. I, I want to. It's interesting you say that because, and I, I will go to absent good in a second. But uh, but to, to echo what you said, like I did some research when I was planning for that story. Like they don't really actually say what races they are, right? It's like it's all kind of implied Chinese, like, and then Japanese for the Fire Kingdom, and then it's unclear what the water tribe is like are they native americans are they eskimos are they you know mm -hmm. they could be several races um and so that's what's you know i like that about the show right they don't make it about race they make it about you know the 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 elements and sort of their villages and sort of the, the characters like the show uh doesn't hit you over the head with it it's like it's focused on these amazing characters that just happen to be various nationalities and they don't make it a thing they just sort of focus on their their tribes and i think that it's just a brilliant way to do it and i like the look of it i like that it's not just a bunch of white cartoon characters i, I do think it's nice um but I, I agree like it's hard to tell like they're they're all monks right the air correct me if i'm wrong you're both fans they're all monks like you can have a white monk in a mix with the you know tibetan monks like it does seem weird that you would say no white people at all um, 
uh, Inuit, it's not unclear. Okay, so they're saying it's Inuit, but yellow's in there. Is it? Do they really say that, though? Um, no. They, they, they don't really say that. I mean, I've seen – because I looked it up, and I saw a lot of takes about this. And no. if you go look it up, a lot of people argue, well, are they Native American? Are they Inuit? Are they Eskimo? Like, they don't, it, it, I don't remember, and I, I haven't finished it, so someone correct me. Maybe I'm wrong. But I feel like they don't actually flat out say, like, yeah, we're Chinese or we're you know Inuit. They don't, do they? No, they they, they really don't. I say what they are, any anything like that. They really go by their culture and what they stand for um, doing this. So they really don't say, oh, I'm this, I'm that, they're this. They just say, I am a, uh, I'm an airbender, I'm a waterbender. So they don't really say it, say what they are. And that's that's why I really like with it. Because, yeah, Annie, just like you, I have an eight-year-old, and I got her this. She loved it. She watched every single episode. But I, I agree a little bit. If they went to the way mature route, then I, I can't share that with her. But I always say, I always be like, well, you know, if it's good when she gets older, she can watch this as well. But yeah, they they never they never um, you know say what nationally or anything like that. Um, I like I said, I was upset when they were announced they were walking away. Then when I found out what they were walking away from, I can understand. But I feel like, I mean, could they you know really you know you know compromise because you don't have to you know technically have the white as a white person to be the lead actor, but you can still implement them into the story. Regardless, and they can, like I say, they can be a, a air, um, air nomad uh, Muslim. They can, they, um, I'm say, air nomad, and they can be that. So, so I mean, I feel like they could have compromised. You like, I never would want to say, no, I don't want this race in here. Um, you shouldn't be like that, especially this type of type of show, because the show shows that that you have all this culture, you have different issues, just uh, just like with Cora as well, with had a little bit more chore, what it was going through, things like that. So I feel like they could have added added more to that, not just strictly no white people, because I feel like. Ever the uh, Africa didn't uh, say that they they like um, they wanted more diverse regardless and different different things. So I, I felt like you know that uh, the race thing they you know you could have still have main act- actors to be uh, a different nationality like the water child like you said Andy. You're not sure what they are because you, you get a lot of mixed with Native Americans. You get a little bit. I, I get a feel from that from them. So I get a different different mixtures of everything with a water trap. So I feel like. You still can implement what last Ember last Ember is having, but I really don't want a shot for shot a take of of, of the uh, of the show. Just like a like Lion King, I don't want shot for shot. Add it, but maybe change it to a little bit. Add more because we have a live action. You can actually do a little bit more in a live action with real people than uh, you know than anime. They can emote those emotions and everything. So uh, you know, I, I wouldn't mind you know a little bit more mature because I mean even though my daughter's younger. I mean, I can see she'll be older a little bit long, a little bit later. But hey, this is what they've done. But, right, um, and I, th- I saw in the good. I agree, and I saw yellow. I saw you in the comments. Uh, you you made a good point. Like keep it like Mandalorian level. I think is probably the right place. Like I don't need to go Game of Thrones with my Airbenders. Like I I don't. That's to me too much. Like I, I know Jody and I always have the argument of no Mandalorian should be even more extreme. But I don't I don't agree. Like I think Mandalorian has a nice tone. It's like serious, but it's not too kiddy. Like I feel like it's it's a good right in between, and I think that's the that what's that's the tone I would push for with Airbender. I don't I don't think you need to go so crazy dark. Maybe you do in in, ulti- in seasons as it goes to see who's really watching it, and who's connecting to it. Um, but yeah, I mean I feel like there's a mid ground it could have made, and it makes me wonder why they couldn't have come meet in the middle in that. Like it does, you know, and, and dropping this case and story rather, it does make me wonder. Like are the creators? maybe more of a problem than we want to admit since we love them so much. You know what I mean? Like, could there be a version here 
where they maybe just didn't know how to write it, right? And they just, like, you come from animation. I don't say this out of disrespect to them, but it's a different world to write an hour-long drama, right? So could this be, you know, and I wonder, you know, is there more to it maybe than, than we're even getting that's sort of like they're being nice, you know, and not throwing those guys under the bus. Um, I don't know. Do you, either, What do you guys think? It, it does feel strange, you know, that it's like, why would they be so against – uh, why would she, why would they be so against this sort of trying to meet in the middle to make something new? Do either of you think it should be straight exempt, like a straight exact adaptation? Uh, in my work, and I watch a lot of anime. So <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> in, in my experience, when you try to translate anime or cartoons into live action, most times it's a failure. Because there's certain the execution, the way they do the stories, the way the pacing's done, the way that uh, the flow is done, it's totally different than when you're doing live action. Um, so, I personally think they should have gave a little bit on that, you know. And and it is a completely different beast uh, when you have to make that transition because. When you're trying to do the cartoons, you're going to be doing fillers. You're going to be doing the comedy. You're going to do the the art, uh, the, the stylings. The motion capture is different. You can't articulate the same effects that you would on a cartoon because, like, they can't do the same facial um, responses. They can't do the motions the same. So you have to translate that differently. So that takes a different type of director sometimes. And that, and you know what. That uh, brings up a good point. I agree with in the fact that maybe they had the right idea that they wanted to keep it a certain way, but they have to give because the vision may not be there for live action that they are seeing. Uh, and that's where they, they need to have someone to be able to translate that back to them. Like, hey, we like what you have, but you have to work with us because you, what you want to do is not going to work. Right. And, and also, I feel that, you know, I mean, even though I'm sad that they lost in what they later wrote, I, you know, how they read it, letter was wrote, I felt like Netflix wasn't going to do anything for them. That's why I felt, that's why I got from note as I really, you know, look back on as I read it uh, more and more times. And I felt like, you know, I felt like they were saying, oh, Netflix wasn't going to let us do what we wanted. And I always thought, well, Netflix is a business. So like, they're not going to give you the full free reigns if they feel like this is what needs to be done. I feel like you still could have compromised because you're never you're never going to get everything that you want unless you put in your, up your own money anyway. So you, you're 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 spending other person's money, and so even though they say we'll do this, I felt like you still need to compromise. I felt like they probably still would have got some things that they they wanted. Maybe the main cast um, as different dif- different ethnic, ethnic group. Uh, so I I feel like Netflix, you know, even though they're up and down with their shows and ev- uh, and everything. I still feel like they could still bring out a good product because Netflix, even, you know, they're always throwing out. Remember back in the day when South Park had, you called Netflix up and they'll just give you a TV show. Yeah, no there was a time, is. yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, so even though they might not give you everything you want, I still feel that Netflix more likely was going to still work with you. So I, I felt like they kind of, even though they said it in a nice way, you still can tell it from their tone. This is about like, Netflix don't give me anything. So, I mean, I, I just felt like, they still could have compromised something, but try to fill, fit the format of the Netflix because you know, as we saw, like a lot of their death notes and stuff like that, they made uh, was it wasn't that good. But I still feel like that even though they have failures, they still have some good good shows on Netflix. So I feel like they still could have compromised. And I feel like I wish they would have stayed 
but I felt like they, I felt like they, they're being too harsh Netflix, in my opinion. Yeah, it's good. All, good, all good thoughts from both of you. And, and what I keep thinking about is this idea of like, are they were they actually right to do it? Like, I, I, I it's like seems uh, it seems like blasphemy, right? Because you don't want to call out the creators and say they can't do it, but. What if they couldn't do it? I mean, yeah, we're calling out Netflix because they can't always handle the shows. But what if these guys are better at just making animated series and they don't know? And maybe they don't want to work with other people or other showrunners to help them sort of still learn. You know, that, that stuff happens in this town, too. Again, we're speculating here. I don't know for sure, but it's like there, there could be more to this. At the end of the day, though, focusing on where we're at, it sounds like are we are we agreeing? It sounds like we want the middle ground. It sounds like we would have caved and been like, all right, fine. We, we're going to make it safe for families, but it's going to be like teens like it's good for like you know 13 and up let's go like a heavy pg-13 with this is what it's, i sense from what you guys are saying is where sort of we're at with this conversation um do, do is that that's the ideal place i think we all want correct I, for, for me I, I think yes because and, and i think he was don and kick me wrong if he was about i think 13 13 or 12 13 around that uh around that time so okay. i mean you know i think i think so, uh was it um I'm saying they wrong. I think Saga. 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 Yeah, he's, he's about 15, so he's like a few years older. So I mean, you know, you can still get actors around maybe 14, 15, 16 in that range, stay at stay in that in that, in that middle ground. Because regardless, you're still gonna have a mature thing. So I feel like this still could compromise of the mature aspect of it. Uh, maybe you know not as much the sex aspect. Of maybe they'll try to get, but still have those adult things because it's different when you see them in anime. Than you see uh, see it in live action because it's 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 real, real people. So I feel like they could at least yes did a middle ground and, and still add it still add it. And, and like I said, I wouldn't sh I wouldn't shun or not not have you know white people in it. You know I feel like this is gonna be a mixture still because I feel like you know, that's that's what it was about. But yeah, I agree. I think they could have done a middle ground. I, I have to agree because uh, if it. it I know you haven't finished it yet, Andy, but there's definitely some moments in there that they're like, they're going to push it. Uh, like uh, they just pan off screen for a lot of other uh, parts, but they, they do touch on some good moments. And Cora goes more into that. Um, and then as far as uh, raciality and all that, if they wanted a white guy, they could have just made him the cabbage guy. <laughs> <laughs> they just throw in the cabbage guy. He's the cabbage in there guy. enough that they can call him a regular. Uh, and you know, just having to yell out my cabbage. And then that's it. That's all you got. You cast like Matt Damon. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. I see, I see, I, I see you, uh, yellows in there. Oh no. They, they, uh, they had other showrunners work on the animated series. That's right. But they're not working on the new one. And that the question is, did mm -hmm. they get along and did they like that? Right. Were they easy to work with? And were, or were they the type saying, you know, no, we can do it ourselves now. We didn't need them. So my point is, look, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just speculating. Uh, I don't want to say that's what I heard because <laughs> I don't want to call out the creators who are geniuses. But sometimes you guys got to step back and realize sometimes even the creative geniuses aren't always like the best. They don't always hit the home run. So it, the facts are, uh, you know, there could be more to this story is all I'm trying to get at. And I, I could see it both sides where it's, it's easy to blame Netflix. It's always easy to blame the studio. But sometimes, you know, the, the, the talent just can't see beyond a, a vision. And sometimes that vision isn't the right vision. So uh, this could have gone either way. This could have gone either way. Uh, and, and the fact is that if they're not agreeing on the tone, the budget, and the diversity, that, that those are clearly big things that would have uh, do that would, you know, make someone pissed. 
day to day as you're making a show saying, man, what, why am I even here? Uh, at the same time, I don't know. I read a lot of emotion in that those statements they released. Like the more I sat with it and looked at it, like you could just, it's heartbreak in those statements, right? It just still feels like, why would you have walked away unless there was more to it? Like that you just weren't cracking it or you guys, they weren't delivering what Netflix wanted. It, it does seem like there was a little bit of like, a, maybe it was a, a more mutual, all right, good luck, than a, you know, we quit. That stuff also happens in town because the studios are usually pretty good. They're not like Yay Fisher where they just call out everybody for their failures, right? They, they, Hollywood has sort of a, unwritten law of like yep you know it's like when uh lord miller left star wars right i'm sure both parties really wanted to rip apart the other but they didn't because that's usually what you do creative differences is sort of always that way because that's what, that's the truth about production like my experience like there's always a jerk on set there's always conflicts because you're creating something and you're passionate about your vision right and then when someone doesn't agree with your vision you know that's when stuff can go wrong so I don't know. It's, it's crazy. But I, the, if we're going to go to the question at hand, not to go deviate too far from what I'm doing, would you rather have it go full kitty, which is what we did on Ying Yang the other day, would you rather have Avatar go full kitty and like be available for eight and under, or, I mean eight and up, or would you rather it be, you know what, screw it, let's go, you know, let's go Game of Thrones style where they can curse or have blood and let's really see this version where it's more, it's for adults. Uh, and, you know, old teens and kid, you know, older and, and adults can see it. If you had to pick between those two, chat and guess, where would you go that time? Who wants to, who wants to go? I will, I'll go. I would say make it bloody. Make <laughs> Anne like the, the homicidal American psycho of the, of the group. I don't care. I will watch it. Uh, no, honestly, like if it was adult version, like Witcher, Game of Thrones, uh, but keeping – true to like the theme of the of the movie uh, of the show and then but they just let's be more realistic about it you know if you're in a, in a totalitarian uh, nation where and, you know you have a fire nation that's ruling over people and they're conquering over people it's not going to be at all you know sunshine and roses people are going to be hurt there's going to be like scorched earth they're literally fire and um it's going to be a very violent kind of uh, wartime they say it's like wartime so it's going to be a very violent place. So I would be down for watching that, hundred percent. Yeah, uh, absent good. Uh, no, I would have to go with the the adult style as well, especially with the fighting. Especially, I know I'm not going to spoil anything because I know I just know you haven't finished. But you know, it gets you know with the fighting gets up there, and I would, you know, I know you know you know kids, you can you know the fighting, but. Um, I would I would want a greedier because the fire the fire nation they don't play. Yeah, know? they don't mess so around. If I if I can get a serious if I can get a serious one with you know a little bit of blood, a little more maturity, showing that showing um, a lot of things and what happened, you know what they did across you know across all the nations. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take my um my adult avatar because I felt like it'll be it'll be more gritty. It'll be um you'll have you'll have emotion in little ones, but you have even more emotion when you can see that uh that blood that was happening and that and um all that you know with the action so yeah i had to go with the with the adult avatar unfortunately yeah i mean we don't have a fight because i agree with you both it's like we have the kid version like the kid version is great for kids go watch the kid version but this show is about war like it is it's like and there's brutal stuff even in, i'm not halfway through but it's like there's a lot of brutal stuff and the idea of like having to see these kids 
go through this war and have to adapt with, you know, that is something interesting we haven't really seen before. So, yeah, I mean, if I had to pick, I, I would rather have them take a roll the dice and do something a little different and try to like really embrace the characters and the story, but take it a little darker. Um, you could still have some lighthearted moments and fun. Like you gotta, I think still have that for if you're going to do the series, but yeah, I mean, they're dude, fire nation's lighting people on fire. People are getting crushed with the with rocks. It's like, you could absolutely go gory or, you know, intense with this. Um, and, and you could do some crazy fight sequences, which could be really fun to watch. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm with you guys. It's hard. to I, I could fight the other way, but no, it's hard to because we have it, right? We have the kid version. It's really great. Why Why just redo something that's already great? That's where I'm stuck. I agree. I think they tried to do that with um, M. Night's movie. He, he tried to keep it kitty, did he? Yeah, and, I don't know what he was uh, trying. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what he was doing. Like, all the movements and all the stuff they were doing just felt, like, lazy. I feel like... He didn't take he he didn't take it serious enough for certain things and some a lot of things just fell flat. The movie's not memorable at all. It's memorable that it was bad, but yeah. uh, but uh, I just felt like he he didn't he didn't grasp it. He felt like he was trying trying to rush so many things in there. You like you go like you go straight to certain wars like so fast. So but yeah, he he I felt like he just listened a little bit and just took his own spin to it. Oh yeah, no, he took uh, the three seasons to try to make them all into one. That basically. Failure. Um, but it. yeah, I mean, it, the reason I say that he, he made a kitty is because of the fights. He didn't really take the fights seriously. He's like, just do some moves, put in a little bit of CGI, and make that good. So it looks watered down. Right. So, but if you took like someone like from uh, like a Donnie Yen or uh, from like the cast from uh, The Raid, and you threw them into Avatar: The uh, Last Airbender, and you have th- that stunt work. And you could do it without right. having to be bloody, like Jackie yeah. Chan movies. How many Jackie Chan movies can we like rattle off where we don't barely see any blood? Well, I mean, Mandalorian does it too. I would argue, yeah, Mandalorian has some great fight sequences. Oh yeah, well, granted, like half of them are like with robots, but yeah, and rum guns. But yeah, but your point, our Iron Fist had some moments that were cool with Hank Kung Fu, right? Oh, we don't <laughs> speak of Iron Fist, yeah. <laughs> no, but there were a couple cool sequences with what's her name uh, with Colleen Wing. Uh, oh yeah, 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 Colleen, yeah, her, yeah, yeah, she was good. Yeah. I mean, so my point is, there's there was some action, but yeah, I'm with you. I, I think that's where you go, uh, and I see that some of you in the comments. You know, how South was like, how far can you go with 12 year olds? Yeah, and, and thank you, Stephen <laughs> King's gone far in books. It's true. I was like the, the professional Natalie Portman. She's young. Like, there's a lot of uh, grown up movies with kids that work. I think it's sort of that's what makes it interesting. Mm-hmm. Is because it's like we're in a world where it's like kids are in a war. Like, you're, yeah. the, you know, that show is serious. There are really serious themes in that show, but they handle it so younger audiences can learn, which I appreciate it about and I like it. Um, but since I have that version, why why make them watch the same thing again, right? I think it is smart to try to adjust it. I don't like movies that do shot for shot. Psycho, Lion King, Watchmen. I, if you're going to adapt it, I, I like the new Watchmen way better. HBO's Watchmen, I know, isn't for everybody, but I think was a really smart and clever way to sort of take it, the ideas and themes into a different direction and make it its own. And I think that's what we should happen in a reboot. So that, that's where I would go. Yeah, Chris, uh, Chris is right. The Good Son, that that's dude, that scene where he throws the dummy off the overpass, <laughs> that was that was intense. Macaulay Culkin, dark Macaulay Culkin. Uh, oh, final I thoughts. Remember, this I remember is that movie. Yeah, I, remember that movie. I, I showed that movie to my mom on Mother's Day when it first came out. <laughs> wow, that is dark. <laughs> uh, final thoughts around them. Any other comments on this story or anything else about it? Are you? Will you guys watch it? Adon, let's hear from you. 
since the creators aren't there, I honestly will watch it, but more out of curiosity and uh, like like morbidness, just to see what did they do now uh, to make this in. And uh, and now I'm just curious: are they going to just do it as a remake, or are they going to try to do it as a continuation? Since they don't have the original writers, they're going to just do their own thing. No, they're going to call it Avatar: The Last Airbender, of course. They have they bought it. They own it now. Well, I mean, no, they like, own the uh, rights they, to do with the talent. They ended on the, the third book. The Ang was still alive. They could do. Oh, that's you're saying, but like, I'm saying they're going to call it. I'm sure they'll do the first three books, and then they could continue if they wanted to, depending yeah. on how successful it is. You could keep going, uh, but yeah, but you're going to see it out of curiosity. Got you. Uh, uh, absent oh, absolutely. good. What do you think? You're going to watch it, yeah. right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch it just like um, Don said, curiosity, curiosity to, to see, you know, what they what they did. But I'm not going to be the type of person, you know, oh, this, this is bad. Like, I'm like, I'm the person that I, I love movies and TV shows and I, I and I take my biases out of it and see what they done at, as the product. Because I'm not going to be like, oh, they didn't do this. They didn't do that. What was, what was Cabbage Man? They didn't do this. I'm not going to be that way. I feel like if you can get the core values from the show, like for the Fire Nation, this is what happened. Aang um, has to become the Avatar. Things like that. If they do the core values in in the show, then I'm, I'm gonna be happy with it. I'm not gonna be nitpicking. I'm gonna be mad. Oh, they they should have been on there. The creators should be on there. Like sometimes you don't need the creators on there. As long as you get the core values of the show, that's the point of it. If they're not involved, which I wish they were, but they're not. I'm not too upset about it. But if you can get those core values from that show, then I'm fine with it. I'm, I'm gonna be happy. I'm not gonna be nitpicking it all the, all the time like some people do. Yeah, I'm with you. So there we go with this. I'm going to clip this for our YouTube sake. I saw your comment, Bruce Wayne. We're going to get into it. Is Iron Man better than Batman? No. Uh, but we're going to try and talk about it. So thank you for sending that over. Give me a second. Uh, but I want to clip this part for YouTube's sake. Uh, lots more in store on this show. If you missed it, become a member. You'll catch it right away. Otherwise, if the fights beyond this are fantastic, I usually do clip them if they're still relevant for you potentially on the show. Or you can go check it out on iTunes or Spotify uh, and catch the full show there. Uh, so live viewers, don't go anywhere. But those of you watching later, check out all this other stuff and subscribe. Thanks for watching, everybody. See you soon. And we are back. Wait, why is this off? Hold on. Let me do that better. I don't know why that went. All right, we're back. Uh, go away. Go away, alert. Uh, all right, so I want to is uh, thank you, Roos Bane in the building. Pardon the tangent, but my friend is trying to say Iron Man is better than Batman. Born over 80 years ago and part of pop culture in every decade since, I don't think he believes it. He's just a dick. Yeah, that's I, I look. I love me some Iron Man, but until Tony Stark, I mean uh, Robert Downey Jr. sort of portrayed him, I, I didn't really take it that seriously. Uh, it's a fine comic book, but nowhere in the league of Batman. It's never been until Marvel sort of put him out, dusted him up, and figured out a way to do it with uh, RDJ. So, I mean Adam West to uh, Robert Pattinson. We've had so many Lego. Ba I mean, there's just too many for me to even comprehend the idea that Iron Man is better. Uh, can anyone say that Iron Man is better? This is, uh, yes, I, I think this is a non-starter. I see movie champ, you're shaking I, no. Okay. Oh no, I, I can make that argument because oh. it, listen, if we're talking about the comics, Batman, if you take out uh, his plot armor, which is his <laughs> only superpower he has, because Batman could do anything because he has time and he's just Batman and he throws stuff out there and he can do it. No, no, if, if it's like Batman and Iron Man without the plot armor, Iron Man will uh, will uh, be able to beat Batman, hundred percent. What? 
Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. You can talk, Andy. I, um, that man's an overrated detective. I'm going to give you that. He's he as money and people that are smarter than him to do his stuff. He's not better than Iron Man in this category. Better, like, better than Iron Man in what, though? Because they're like both billionaires. They both get their own tech. And yeah, I give I give Iron Man that. Yeah, uh, Iron Man, yes, he's more intelligent. He has the intelligent factor for um, than Bruce. But Bruce, you know, has that fighting. If, if I if I had to pick, bring Iron bring Iron Man um, and the Batman here with no tech and fighting, I'm going to want uh, Batman to 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 save me or uh, fight him. So I'm I'm sorry. It's like you without. Uh, without his, his technology, Iron Man, yes, you get you know his, his smartness, but that's all you get. If if uh, if I come and somebody comes in and beats him up, that that's it. Because Iron Man doesn't really have anything else besides his genius, his, his smartness and um, his money. If you take both of those those away, what else do you have besides a, a Playboy? Mm, he's a philanthropist as well. Billionaire, right? I mean that, of course. But like. I'm, but I'm okay, listen. Like, uh, so you're gonna want to take away all of Batman's toys and all his equipment, and just and take away. All, you want to strip them down to the very core. But I'm saying, all I want away from Batman is the writer plot armor. Take that away. If you take away the writer plot armor and you give them their technology, give them their money, give them whatever time, Iron Man is gonna actually outclass Batman. Iron Man outthinks a lot of the uh, heroes. He outplots a lot of the characters. That's why, like, even though he's amongst other heroes. He ends up like betraying them, and he does all these other things. He's like, because you guys haven't thought ahead enough. There's only like a handful of characters that are actually smarter than Iron Man. And when it comes to plotting, not just for mechanics, but also plotting things out, but, Iron but, Man but, has that. Yeah, basically, Iron Man, Iron Man is is the Brook version, you know, what they're trying to do, you know, for Batman. Basically, Batman, you know, he has that prep. He has prep time. Or if you can give, you know, because and also Batman can think, I mean, think ahead. I mean, you have a comment where he beat. Everyone, he, he have him beat Superman. You have you have a plot where Batman destroy. He has a plot to destroy the whole Justice League with Flash and Superman. He has that. So Batman's always so Iron Man. Iron Man does that with uh, the the uh, Avengers all the time. Uh, as a matter of fact, when they had the incursion event and they they had Captain America, he was ready for Captain America and the rest of the Avengers. When they showed up at his doorstep, he's like, "Well, you just walked into my house." And I have an army. He snaps his fingers, and all the Iron Man suits come out and attack all the Avengers all at one time, taking them all on. I mean, in regards to it, okay, Batman's plot armor just recently, Dark Knight Death Metal. He, Batman gets shot with a bullet that is pretty much can kill Dark Side. It kills anything basically. He survives, and when Wonder Woman asks him how, he's, I got a bat blocker. What the hell? <laughs> a bat blocker. <laughs> Seriously? Batman has everything, man. Exactly. Plot armor. Just take that away, and Batman doesn't everything. have anything on that. Everything. everything. No. <laughs> like, uh, like, like I said, I'm not like, I, I, Don, like, I, like, I agree, like, with, you know, with Iron Man, he has, yeah, he has that smartness in, in the technology, but I feel like Batman has the same thing, and not just going with just what you're talking about, the plot armor uh, that he, that he has, but it's going back before what he does, you know, what he does, and how he, how he thinks, how he figures out, figures out stuff. I feel like that even though that our, um, Iron Man can't, he's the smartest, but I feel like he does. He he doesn't have the ability to think like Batman to to like like a true detective to be is to figure out certain things. I mean, I think he does, but I feel like Batman has that above above him to figure out certain things. Like for the Iron Suit, like he can figure out certain things to throw at Iron Man to stop that. But like you said, maybe vice versa with uh, with uh, Iron Man. I feel like yes, it it would be an awesome battle depending on the situation. 
But like, I, I, I'm sorry, I cannot put Iron Man above Batman. Like that. So, okay, let's put it at this perspective. Of if we're taking the characters, of like who's an interesting storyline to follow, and you're gonna nix their villains because I, I'm not gonna argue Batman's villains because we all agree Batman yeah. has the best. You know, Iron Man doesn't villains have no, but like I can't think of Iron Man. No, I can think of a few, but still, like, I, like Batman has the best villains. But if we take out his villains and say they're going against the mafia or going against the Iron Man actually is more intriguing of a character. Iron, uh, Batman is more one note. He's like, yes, he has his uh, emotional issues from his parents and daddy issues with Alfred and, you know, relationship drama with Catwoman. But Iron Man is definitely more complex. He's like, he has his issues with his parents. He has, in the comics, alcoholism issues that he deals with off and on. He, uh, he deals with uh, being like, that disassociative uh, nature of being like, I'm so wealthy. I don't know how to recognize regular people at times. And I, and I, and uh, that's a complex, you know, and then they put him in uh, situations where they flip his character, uh, like access of evil. When he became a bad guy, no one realized he was a bad guy because his personality didn't really change. The only thing that really uh, changes like when he, when he started showing off of like, I am a bad dude. And he admitted, he's like, I'm a bad guy. And they're like, no, you're not. He's like, no, really, I am. You just don't know. And like he made a virus that you can download on a phone, turns you into a a GQ model by download, and then as a free uh, download. And when uh, your time runs out, you you look like a crack addict by the time you're done. And you have to pay like a thousand to like a million dollars just to keep it going. He extorted that out of an entire city not because he wanted an evil plan. He's like, it's an easy way to make money. That was Iron Man. <clears throat> Batman wouldn't do nothing like that. Yeah, the, the, Complexity. The thing about Bat- Batman, what I like about Batman and how they've done so well is with how they d- differentiate the uh, from the, ba- the the Batman and then um, wh- who he is. That's what I like about it. Because with Iron Man, he's so flamboyant, which that's that's okay. With the Batman, you can he can separate he can separate that and do what he has to as that 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 playboy, but take it back as that a cow. Like they say, like like he's more of a cow than he is uh, than he is a, a Bruce Wayne, and he and he shows and he shows that. I feel like well with Batman, yes, he has that uh, his daddy stuff like that. I think even with Iron Man, he has those issues um, as well. But like as we can see throughout the years from. In, in, from uh, Michael Keaton uh, uh, until now, you can see that uh, why that that he's such a character that everybody loved how he was and where he ca- came from. Because with Iron Man, you just you just okay, you know, because a lot of people even know like that the new stars with uh, Robert Downey Jr. A lot of people, you know, a lot of people didn't know about his like his past. He wasn't as big as Batman, so you know, you know people don't know as much. Um, so f- for that, I think Batman has that ground where people just gravitate to him because of what he has done and the way he's come through and just 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 you know even though he has money even though he has overcome that he has that ability to have that two that two persons because um iron man just uh just has that um you know just that that one note but batman has those two people you're getting two different characters i mean you're getting just that one character that's just how i feel about that you sold me batman wins as i thought nice Uh, try though adon but man that was not even a fight i mean it was it was interesting but batman it's always batman (laughs) Batman. What are we talking about? Uh, all right. I want to, you guys, uh, I, we got more we can talk about tonight. I'm here to hang out. Uh, may take some of your calls. Myra. Thank you, Myra. This is so hard to like both. Iron Man is more relatable because he's human with flaws. Batman is sometimes has untainable values and morals. Good point. I mean, they're both.
They're both human. They're, you know, but uh, you're right. Batman's almost too much. Well, I don't know. Iron Man's got some silliness. I mean, they both are un unattainable superpowers and money. But uh, I like them both. I like them both now. But you got to go back to pre-Marvel MCU. It's Batman. It's Batman. You can't, mm. you can't beat it. All right. I want to talk about – you guys can send over – sorry, this makes me a little burpy. Almost done. Uh, I want to I want to go through your questions tonight. We're going to handle a lot of your stuff, so send it on over. I want to do one more big topic though before we pivot to just open free for all, uh, and that's this debate about Fortnite and Apple. If you guys don't know about this, I'm going to fill you in. This is going to be in interesting. Uh, it's a really actually interesting debate. I want to get you guys in on this. Uh, Myra, at the at the moment, I'm Team Iron Man because of RDJ. Yeah, at the moment, I agree. Someone else I saw in the comments was correct. Was like anyone born after whenever was it 2005? When did that come out? Uh, 2006? I don't remember. 2010? What? No. It was I forget. Anyway, whenever that year came out, that's when people are going to say, yeah, Iron Man's better. Mm -hmm. uh, absent good, yeah, Batman. Uh, oh, thanks, man. <laughs> You're on the show. He, well, there, he's, he's, he's like, I, I can't get a word in. I'm going to do it to a super chat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I appreciate it, man. All right, let's get to this uh, next topic. We're going to record this. Here we go. Welcome back to Nerd Wars. Love that graphic. All right, we're here live on Nerd Wars. We've been doing some awesome conversations, but I wanted to get into this big topic that I've been teasing all episode, this fight between Apple and Fortnite. Now, I, I, I got two guests here. Uh, we got a Don. We got uh, Absent Good. Welcome back, guys. We're still here talking. All you guys live watching. I appreciate you. Uh, I want to uh, chat. Let me know if you guys are if you're paying attention to this story as I'm explaining it to all to you. Uh, but uh, Don, Absent Good, are you? Have you heard about this today? Do you know what's going on with this Apple Fortnite stuff? Yes. No. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you know a little bit. But so just to recap for those of you who are tuning in and are like, what's going on? Uh, Fortnite's trending because. They basically did a very calculated, uh, like, one, two, three punch. So they are currently on the Apple Store, the App Store, iOS Apple Store. And uh, they have for a long time been trying to fight Apple because, for those of you that don't know, Apple takes 30% of anything bought in Fortnite. The app, the money you buy, the skins, the weapons, whatever you buy. I don't play the game, but I know it. Anything you get in that ecosystem, if you're using it through the, and you download it through the iOS Apple App Store and you're on an iPhone, they get 30% of every profit dollar they make. And look, in the beginning of the days, I could see why Apple was worth that. But nowadays, with so many other platforms and things, uh, developers are starting to get pissed. They're like, what am I giving you 30% for? Like, I don't understand. It's because you have a phone that people have. They're not buying it because of the App Store. They're buying it because it's Fortnite and everyone's talking about it. It's just that the phone just happens to be the phone they have. But they're playing it on oh, Xbox all over the place. So why? what is giving me – why Why is it worth giving you 30%? So Fortnite finally had enough. And so what they decided to do is that they uh, developed their own in-app payment system that bypassed Apple's standard 30% fee, which is a no-no. So the decision marks a significant escalation in the feud between Epic and uh, – uh, and the world's most dominant mobile software marketplace comes at especially fraught time as Apple, the iPhone maker, navigates antitrust concerns over its operation of the App Store and the rules it imposes on certain developments. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, but following, uh, so they decided to remove uh, Fortnite from the App Store because of this 
uh, you know, against the rules in app system because basically they were creating a way to buy the money in the game without having with bypassing Apple's percentage. So Apple's like, no, 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 what are you doing? Sorry, you're removed. So if you have the, if you still have Fortnite on your phone, you can play it, um, but you can't download it now and you can't get updates and stuff like you would through the App Store. Um, so this remove, but but what was so brilliant of what Fortnite did is not only did they sort of do that and ex- wait for Apple to remove them. They then dropped two massive responses, an antitrust lawsuit seeking to establish Apple's App Store as a monopoly, which I want to argue, is it? I, I think it kind of is. Uh, and then they also did this protest video, which was brilliant, a parody of the 1984 Apple ad uh, where they throw the big uh, Fortnite uh, thing to end the monopoly of Apple, explaining what it is, hashtag uh, for free Fortnite. Uh, whatever you think of Fortnite, I know a lot of people are saying, who cares about Fortnite? I, I, I don't care about Fortnite. I'll play the game. But guys, what they're doing is they're now big enough to sort of say to Apple, enough is enough. This is ridiculous because a lot of indie developers and other people take huge cuts from them for what? It, it is sort of a question mark of what really is Apple now offering to the developers just to be in the App Store. Is the App Store really the, the, the place to be now? The, there's a million there's places to download you know games and so the it was a one two three punch and this site and then so apples uh made a statement uh today epic games took the unfortunate step of violating the app store guidelines that are applied equally to every developer and designed to keep the store safe for our users as a result their fortnite app has been removed from the store epic enabled a feature in its app which was not renewed or approved by apple and they did so with the express intent of violating the app store guidelines regarding in-app payments and apply that apply to every developer developer who sells digital goods or services. Epic has had apps in the App Store for a decade and have benefited from the App Store ecosystem, including its tools, testing, and distribution that Apple provides to all developers. Epic agreed to the App Store terms and guidelines freely, and we're glad they've built such a successful business on the App Store. The fact that their business is uh, interests now lead them to push for a special arrangement does not change the fact that these guidelines create a level playing field for all developers and make the store safe for all users. We will make every effort to work with Epic to resolve these violations so they can return Fortnite to the App Store. So now looking back and defending Apple, trying to take all sides on this, Apple's kind of like, well, dude, you got it big for the last 10 years. No, I mean, clearly our App Store helped. So you agreed to the terms. Sorry, we're not going to change the deal for you. Every developer has to deal with the same deals that you signed up for. So there is a little bit of like, well, Apple is in the right, technically, based off of, you know, what Fortnite did. Uh, But anyway, there's a little bit more. I don't want to go too much, but they apparently through the Android version, uh, they were allowed to sort of do it. Um, And so but then the Google Play Store wouldn't let them do it. uh, And so they made a similar comment. Uh, Long story short, uh, this is a this is a big move that's now, uh, you know, causing a lot of uh, moves. And then uh, what was rather brilliant was now they they basically put a whole, I got the email. I don't even remember down, giving Fortnite my email, but basically they're giving the profit to the users. So now if you go buy their V bucks, you get more currency because basically they're giving you Apple's 30 percent as part of your buy. So they're doing a big now thing. Buy it now because you're getting a discount. You're getting Apple's fee instead of us, so that way you get more in in-app, uh, per- you know, bang for your buck. Um, and so it's it's kind of a brilliant marketing move on Fortnite's part for 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 sure because they probably don't even really need the App Store at this point. They're so big for it. Um, anyway, long story short, the big question here is that is Apple a monopoly? Should, do they give? Uh, you know, is it what they're offering really fair? Um, and so uh, the last part I wanted to get here. Um, oh, here it is. 
Uh, Epic CEO Tim Sweeney, who does Fortnite, has long complained that the mobile app store uh, no longer justifies the 30% cut they take from all developers. And he's called for substantial changes to how companies like Apple and Google conduct business with third-party developers. It's time for a change. Apple, Google, Android manufacturers make vast, vast profits from the sale of their devices and do not in any way justify the 30% cut. Epic launched a game store on PC in which it takes only 12% of revenue as a way to try and encourage similar change in competition uh, in competitor Valve's Steam Marketplace. Um, and so Steam and, and uh, PCs take 12%, which is seems fair. The debate is, la- is larger than the 30% cut. Apple is facing heightened criticism over how it manages the App Store and its mandatory fees, and also for how it applies its guidelines in, in ways some developers and critics feel is unfair and may in fact be designed to benefit Apple over its competitors. Now, this is the key part, and this is where the only thing where I think uh, Epic realizes it and has Ep- uh, Apple sweating because they absolutely do this. They change their guidelines and everything to ensure that you're following Apple's guidelines. And if you do something that's going to sort of screw over Apple or, and, and potentially could help Apple instead of the competitors, that's the guidelines will shift to how Apple wants it. So it's a very fair question of, is it fair? Is this a monopoly? All these sort of things are now really important. And apparently Apple gave Amazon an exemption to the 30% fee when selling the TV show and movie rentals through its Prime Video app, something the company says it only allowed for certain streaming video platforms. Additionally, court documents released during the big tech antitrust hearing last month, Apple cut a special deal with Amazon in 2016 to lower the fees it takes on Prime Video subscriptions from 30 down to 15 to get Amazon's app on the App Store. So they clearly are willing to move when it's someone like Amazon. Uh, mm. But it's like, you know, all of this, I know it's a lot. There's, there's so much more if you really are interested on in this, but I want to sort of just go back, um, you know, where they sort of will never approve cloud gaming apps and systems, which upsets even more people. Uh, but uh, so that, uh, trying to sum it all up quickly, who's in the right? I mean, really, if you look back, it's like you got two companies who have way too much money, so it's hard to feel for either of them, <laughs> if we're being really honest. But at the same time, I can see Epic's point of view because it's like, yeah, we got to stand up to this at some point. Apple, Apple was a big dog, and they still are. They make a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. But I'm sorry. The iPhone is now has a lot of competition, and there's a lot of platforms you can get your games on. So what really is the App Store bringing for 30% just to be able to be on its phones? And is that fair? It seems like that's a little high. And I'm talking about for the smaller developers. I remember when we had Screen Junkies Plus, we purposely had the signups to Screen Junkies Plus on our website. So therefore, we made it clear you could still buy it on the App Store, but we offered a special deal for like the Founders Pack. If you bought the year through the website, we got all that profit. But if you bought it monthly or whatever through the app, Apple took a huge cut. And so when you're starting up a new app or you're a smaller developer and you're not Epic, that that can really hit you and hurt you. Um, so it's sort of unfair. If anything, it almost should be like a percentage based off of downloads or something maybe. Uh, but I'm curious what you guys think of this topic. Do you, Whose side are you on? Guys in the comments, whose side are you on? Are you on – does – Fortnite have a point, regardless of who you like and the companies, or is Fortnite in the wrong because, look, Apple's made the rules, they've set the guidelines, and they agreed to them, and you know what? they got to suck it up and do it, or otherwise just don't put it on the Apple Store and, and put it elsewhere. Uh, Don, we'll go to you first. What do you think about this topic? Um, I'm, a, I'm a stickler for rules. Uh, so here's the thing. If you're going to make the rules, stick by your own rules because then no one can ever question what's the rules and what you're doing. The fact that they bend the rules for other companies and uh, they've shown that 
and they're they're making exceptions right there i would actually say fortnite has our argument and they have they have a foothold like why is it going to play favorites here when you're making the statement that you don't bend and you don't do this uh, uh for these reasons you know uh, that's like any other movie where, like we don't negotiate with terrorists like look up tropic thunder um and that's gonna be my philosophy when it, when talking about these terms i'm like why did you bend here when you're not going to bend for fortnite fortnite is one of the top games whether you hit it or not it's up there minecraft fortnite all, uh, it's up there it's a cloud game that uh, people are very familiar with they have their own toy line they have their own blasters and everything it makes no sense why you won't budge for something that is going to be continually bringing in funds in that area. They, they could have negotiated it and said, hey, you know what? We may not keep 30, but we'll go down to 20 or, you know, 50. like, let's, let's meet halfway here and keep that between us. That's my opinion on that. Absent good. What do you think? Uh I actually, uh, what Don said, I'm, I kind of lean towards Apple more because, uh, like, you know, they had to set rules. I understand that they made an exception through the Amazon made to deal with them. But as you read the statement, if uh, Fortnite did kind of go behind their back and do and did the uh, that in that purchase and everything, then I mean, did he did he even go and talk to Apple uh, about no. it? Like, hey, how about we do this and do that? So I mean, if if you gonna if you gonna go by the rules. You know, then go behind the back. Then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do the same thing. If I give you this on my major platform and show you that, because we all know they both making money. I have a 15, I have a 15 year old son that I give him my allowance, and you know where his money goes to? Fortnite. Mine goes I to Ro- my- <laughs> yeah, mine mine goes to Robo- Roblox. Ugh, it's like be, it started even earlier. I can't get my kid uh, to stop Robloxing. Yeah. So yeah. like, so like, did did Fortnite get it? Did Fortnite like, hey, can we talk to you? Can we do this? Can we? Like, uh, can we talk about it and agree agree upon that uh, to lower that percentage or anything like that? Because when I read read that and when Andy was uh, reading, is it, like, well, they just did it. They just did this to get back. So I'm, I'm like, yeah, there can be high, but like, what have you done to make effort to see? Hey, we're doing this big. Can can we just have a deal or anything like that? So I'm sorry, I had to stick with Apple because you know, even though Apple is that in a big platform, and as you, everybody knows, Apple's stock has went up another half. Uh, even more so so I'm, I'm like if you if you really wanted to uh feel about 30 percent why you didn't come talk how you didn't negotiate you just went behind them so i feel like they're just upset like this big conglomerate kicked this off make this so i feel like they're just sour about it but like how you gonna be sorry if you go behind the person's back uh and, and do that and not really negotiate man because fortnite is making a lot of money regardless so i feel like i'm sorry i had to, I had to stick with that but that they should they should they should have talked about it and negotiated well, I'm, I'm here with Apple, unfortunately. Well, See, I mean, I'm actually, I, I was going to oh, say, though, I, I, but I was going to say, like, this, they didn't do it to be shady. They did it because it's a marketing ploy. Like, don't don't underestimate it. Like, they, they did that on purpose to get – they wanted – they had because they had a whole lawsuit ready. They had a whole commercial ready. They did that to get banned from the Apple store so they could start the process of saying – this is ridiculous. Now, there, it almost would have been better if they had just pulled themselves off the Apple store and said, we're sick of this. I agree. Them doing sort of the shady move underplays the, the play. And I think they probably could have even been better if they had teamed up with some other indie development developers and said, this isn't just about us. It's about all the all these other gamers. That would have been a very smart move because it would have been in their best interest too. But then they could have showcased the, you know, the smaller developers in addition to the things they were doing. 
but I, I agree. There's there was while there was shadiness, it was clearly for a better thing. I'm like, well, now maybe they won't be back on the Apple Store, and they're like, you know what? We don't need it. In fact, let's now we'll let, let's we're gonna have a huge sale right now to get people to go buy the the bucks because it's cheaper than ever. They're seeing huge boons in profit right now. I bet because it was all just a sort of publicity stunt. But at the same time, this antitrust lawsuit and is Apple is the App Store a monopoly is an interesting one, and it will really affect mobile gaming and everything that goes forward. So I, I got to say good for Epic because they're playing, they're making big moves and you got to sort of do that sometimes. But at the same time, I do have to agree. Look, Apple's Apple's still in charge. You clearly you want to be on the, the iPhone is still the best one. You got to want to be in the app store. You want to have that, that the, those downloads too. Uh, but you know, at some point, 30% feels like a lot because there's not, there's other competition now. Why, why do we just have to keep giving them 30%? What else are they really offering? They keep saying, you know, in this thing, they keep talking about all the security features and all that. I'm, I'm sure Epic doesn't need any of that stuff. All the stuff they're sort of, you know, uh, they, what, that they're offering, the, the, whatever, that they provide all the, the – it's tools, testing, and distribution. Dude, Epic doesn't need any of that. They're like, can they, I'm sure they're like, great. Can you charge us less, and we don't have to use any of that stuff? And that that's where I can agree with them. Of like, it's kind of absurd. They've over, they had a premium product, um, and you know, there. But the fact that some of these other, and Chris said this over, there's a lot of other ways to publish games, and so a Steam, itch, Itchio, I don't know all these games. There's the percentages are way less, um, and so uh, yeah, so it, it varies per, I guess, distributor. But yeah, Steam, which is the lowest. Has uh, this actually doesn't help me, Chris? I'm not, I, can't, I think Steam is like twelve percent. Twelve percent, but then there's a hundred dollar fee per product, uh, etc. But anyway, yeah. th there are other there are other ones out there uh, that 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 help make it easier. Go ahead, Adam. What were you gonna say? So, like on his perspective of how I read, for me, it read they you know you're right. They're making a statement, but they probably did try to negotiate and they wouldn't budge. They're like, you're just a game. You're just doing this. Where, you know, and yes, you're making revenue and whatnot, but we're not going to budge on that. And so they say, you know what? We're going to do our own thing. Boom. We're going to do this F you at the same time. You know, granted, my personal values on Apple, I'm not a big fan of it. I will say it uh, till the day I die. I do not like Apple. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, you know, I can see that being the case. Like, and it's not the smartest move as far as like how to play it off. But if they want to be a dick about it. Yeah, that would have been a, a move. <laughs> and, and my thing is with with Epic. I mean, if you remember, they they you pay like I, I have a sense. So I watch him play. You have to pay for like an emo where dancing and stuff like that. You have to pay for every single thing. So it's like there's nothing hurting them. And also, they also people got mad at them. If you remember where those those dance moves and everything, they don't give any credit to people that create those dance moves. And people got mad about that uh, with Fortnite because they really won't showcasing where they got those emotes from. They were just getting the hottest thing at the time and putting, putting it on there, but not really showcasing the people that did it until, uh, I'm not sure if they said anything, but people were getting mad at that because anything that was a certain trend or somebody that made it, they put it in their system right away were actually really not uh, engaging with the person that did it. So I'm like, you know, even even Fortnite is even not the, the, good, the good personalities either because they do a lot of things as well to try to stay irrelevant over and over and over again. Cause just like they had a, a big concert, I forgot the rapper's name. I apologize. They had a big concert for a certain amount of time to get that to bring more people in. So that's when they started. But I feel like I feel like if you if you're gonna agree to this and do it, like um, Madonna, I can agree with you too. As like, well, they might have talked, but we really don't know that. Cause to go to do that, like Andy said, just to get just to get more people, 
But I, I feel like if you feel really that upset, then you know, then leave and do your other other platform. I, like Apple as a business, um, and you know what they're doing. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm mean, gonna, gonna think as a business. I really don't think that my opinion is a, a, such a of a, a monopoly since they did the the app store. You know the agreements. You know what you're coming into. This is this is what it is. If you're able to find another platform to get that more money, then do it. But you know, getting Apple, you know, you have to start somewhere. And I felt like this, you know, I felt like they were, my opinion, was a little shady. But like Apple's perspective, what they're doing, how such a of an ecosystem they are, um, so much, you know, that you know that they're going to do, they're going to do that. What, what other provider are you going to have that you're able to call them for for assistance right away or again help? Android, nah, you're not going to do that. So Apple, they they started is, that. When, you could call Apple for help. I went. Is that has that happened really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can you can call Apple anytime. You don't have to have an agreement. You can call Apple and they can help you with anything. You I guess you're right. Like that. The, go to the Apple yeah. stores. I yeah. see consumers. I, I got you. I thought you meant like the develop. I guess maybe the developers yeah. can. I'm not. Oh, there. they they uh, they also have a developer where you actually can. Um, they'll get you to the right place for them to get a developer or get an email. So there's ways because you actually can custom service and that, that does happen or, okay, I'm a developer. The person will guide you to the right place to get to that person. So they have ways for you to, to do that as well. But yeah, I'm like, I mean, 30%, yes, it is, it is high, but you know, that's the business. If you, if you either you're going to agree to it or you're not, you can find another way to, to, uh, to promote you, to promote it. But yeah, I, I'm sorry. I had to go with, uh, go with Apple with this. I'm like, I mean, well, if you don't go with this, it, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry to interrupt, but it's like I, there. It's interesting because I saw you, Geo, made some interesting comments of like the profits from the platform must be large to do this, and, and it's true oh, yeah. because I'm sure most kids just play off their parents' phones and don't actually you know go in the system. So there's probably I'm sure there's huge profits from the Apple uh, uh, place, and so uh, and Bunda is saying, uh, well, Bunda put an interesting. I, I hope that's correct, Bunda, but I saw here, you know, Fortnite made 2.4 billion. In 2018, and then they actually didn't make as much. They made 1.8 billion in 2019, so that's a lot of billions. But apparently, according to Bunda, from since 2018, they've made 1.2 billion of that total was Apple. So I mean, that's a pretty big chunk of that. You know, almost what, four, almost like four million, four billion dollars. So yeah, when you're making four billion dollars and 1.2 of it is going to Apple, it's gotta probably you know suck. <laughs> um, or I guess it's at 1.2. So it's that's 30 percent of 1.2 billion. Who could do that math quick? Will 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 Google Look. do that for me? 30 percent. That's a Disney Marvel movie a year. That's a Disney Marvel movie that they're making. That is how many zeros is that? It's like Captain America. 360 Avengers. million. Boom. Right it's there. 360 million dollars that Apple made off of Fortnite profits. For literally doing nothing, Apple literally just has their app on the store, and they make three hundred sixty million dollars. That's in. Wait, did I? Yeah, that's right. Three hundred sixty million. Damn. Uh, I mean, I mean, but one point two billion is even crazier. Uh, that's still the seventy percent of that is still a lot higher. So quit whining. But uh, yeah, that's 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 insane. Well, side, side note, Andy, I don't know if you noticed that um, also Xbox is going in, uh, Xbox is fighting with Apple as well. Even though I'm per Apple, but I'm still going to watch the news. App, uh, Xbox has a thing as well. They have their, um, I don't know if Adonis you know as well, where you can um, uh, cloud gaming 
from uh, from their app, and you can play any anywhere. And Xbox, uh, Apple has stuff yeah. as, uh, as well. I've seen that it too. Was, um, they were talking about that in their article. Like, they're not going to do the Google Stadia. They're not going to do the Xbox gameplay, uh, in which I use the uh, game store uh, uh, for uh, the, the pass. And, you know, if I did have an Apple product, which I don't, but if I did, <laughs> I would really want it like to them. be able to play my Xbox. Um, and, you know, I, I play my Xbox games on my Xbox. I play them on my PC. And I like it, like I can pull up my Xbox pass onto uh, my phone if I wanted to like see what articles and games are there. But like if I can play it there, I want to be able to play it there. If they had it for I, iPhone, yeah, that'd be great. But if they're going to tell me, no, we don't want to do that. That's just another reason why I don't like them because they're, I have always found them to be an isolatory system. They like, they want their systems. They don't like cross compatibility unless it's their product or their, their thing that's from their store. Google, yes, they'll charge you, but I've been able to cross platform and cross uh, items more readily with that. With uh, I think with Apple, I don't mind the the ecosystem with that. With having those 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 platforms, because it depends on the like I said, it depends on the person. But uh, with with having that ecosystem, with having um everything with how how they started, and a lot of a lot of companies try and lot, you know, like as you can you know you think about it with Apple, they revolutionized a lot of things. A lot of things that Apple has done, you see a lot of other people doing or copying them. It's it's, it's like that Apple is the standard now. And about the like, come on like. Oh, man, had, like Android has come out yes, and done stuff before Apple, AirPods, way before AirPods came out. Who else started copying them? So like, like, like Apple like, copies everybody on this. Oh no 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 no! <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. No, because when Apple when, when facial Apple recognition, out, thumbprint, everybody else Android doing. did all that. Come 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 on! Like I'm not saying that Apple hasn't done everything, but as you notice, a lot of things that Apple has that has done, people has copied. How, how many times do you see so many third-party things that is is Apple? That that the thing is, you show that they revolutionize certain things that people like. If it's not the standard, I don't want it. Like I, I agree with you. I understand that, that you don't like you like to have that open world that you can just do different things or all that. For me, I like that because I have that ecosystem where I know that they have this. They're going to make sure to try to fix the situation. I can call. I need help. I have all that I, I you know I'm sorry I might be a little biased so, I have I, I got my home pot right here but my <laughs> <laughs> I got I got my airport I got my airport like, basically boom. you want that safety but, um, blanket but, but, but my thing is like when you have you, you when you have that, that that customer service you have that ecosystem you have all that so oh real question Adon so ask me so if your Android if your Android phone breaks down you have issues can you call customer service and get somebody so quickly to help you troubleshoot or anything like that, or or a pop up store or anything. Can you do that? Like you have problems, like are you able to give a call real quick and get somebody customer service? I can. Well, it depends on the phone. I will be honest. My phone's from China. I'm not gonna lie. My phone. If I get someone that they're not gonna be speaking English, if I call uh, my customer service on my phone. But <laughs> so so so, so, so I see it like this. So I understand people. People they want that open world situation, and when they don't get it, they get upset and mad. But when you have an ecosystem where you you have the stores, you have the cup service, we are they are they are there to help you. Like I'm not gonna be so mad about if they give you this and you're not you're, and you're not doing this for the third percent and you're gonna go you're gonna go on the back and just 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 to boost you and put yourself in the news because uh, any news is gonna be good news because people are gonna be looking at you. And Fortnite, we knew, knew, knew what they were doing, and I honestly don't think 
Apple is a monopoly because they started their brand to get to where they were back in two, like when they started 2000, I think 2009 when that first iPhone came out until until now. Everybody like that. So I mean, I I understand that that's that's a lot. But if you want to play with the big dogs, I mean, you're gonna have to sacrifice certain things, in my opinion. Well, yeah. Look, Apple. Uh, Apple is a uh, very profitable company. They've been around for a while. They got a lot of users. They can get away with a lot of this stuff. But I, all I want to say is, I think good for Epic for trying to uh, make them sweat a little bit. I like when the when the if, if it can help the rest of the indie developers get a smaller fee, uh, then it's great. If it's just going to help Epic, screw them both. That's my thoughts. Uh, trimming this for YouTube. We're going to keep talking about this issue as you, later, but if you watch this after the fact, catch us live. We're here every uh, Thursday night, 9 p.m. Go subscribe or join. Join the Popcorn Planet family. Uh, thanks to Don, Apps, and Good. We got lots more to stay here if you're watching us live, so don't go anywhere. If you missed it, become a member. You'll catch it uh, in the uh, community tab of the membership uh, on this channel. Thanks so much for watching everybody be back in a minute oh, no, no, that, was, that was awesome i much respect because <laughs> like, i actually and we're back we we're back sorry anyway go ahead <laughs> yeah, i understand where you come from truly do man because I, I i was an android person before until i went to apple i just like all the collab collaboration and all that uh everything which i still like android like android the one plus all the phones i still like those as well like i i, I appreciate those but i just want to come up but uh Oh, I, I, I like my Apple stuff, man. FYI, just a shout out in the chat. Yellow um, uh, does it. Says there is a customer service for Google. Uh, <laughs> and he actually says it's better than Apple. Oh, I, I, I just never needed to call a customer service because oh, I never had an issue. That's a lie. That's customer service. No. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so we got a new story that just broke. Should we break a new story? I guess it was break, well, I guess glass. it was not break. It happened earlier today. Uh, but uh, and if you guys have any, we're we're now. I'm gonna take your questions. We're gonna hang out. It's time for the ask Andy anything part of the show. Go ahead, support the stream, and ask me anything via the links, the cash app, all that stuff. Thank you guys. All right, but uh, I, I got this story right here. Mission Impossible Seven. Uh, oh wait, I'm I, I was wrong. Mission Impossible Seven shut down again. After explosive stunt goes wrong. You guys hear this? Mission Impossible 7 shut down production once again after an explosive stunt on the film set went went awry. News came, uh, latest snag in the film's production after it was shut down due to the Bud Light. Uh, The report, apparently a stunt involved a stuntman on a motorcycle jumping off on a high ramp, which quickly went awry after the motorcycle burst into flames upon landing. Ouch. The stunt reportedly took six weeks to prepare and is among the most expensive action sequences filmed in England. This has been a massive challenge to stage uh, and has cost us a fortune, not to mention weeks and weeks of construction. But when it came to the big day, it went horribly wrong, a source details. The idea was for the stuntman to land on some huge pillows filled with cardboard to cushion the blow while the bike safely crashed to the ground a few meters away. Unfortunately, it was miscalculated. The heat and the friction of the tires meant that when the bike crashed, the cardboard padding sparked and went up in flames. The smoke was so bad they had to close a nearby RAF airfield. Uh, reportedly, the Oxford Fire Service has dispatched five fire engines and crews to the set, and the set itself is now temporarily shut down as authorities try to investigate what happened. Thankfully, there were no serious injuries, uh, but the fact that it happened will reportedly be a major financial setback, and franchise star Tom Cruise is apparently not happy, guys. Damn you stunt, guys. Uh, fortunately, nobody was hurt. 
But it's a total catastrophe, not to mention every, every extremely expensive for all concerned. Uh, Tom is very frustrated. Nobody wants more delays. Uh, but I was looking between the stunt mishap, the, the Bud Light, and then apparently they blew up some bridge. Do you guys know this? Apparently, uh, at the very start of the film's pre-production, we had a rough concept of a sequence involving a bridge over a body of water. Ideally, one that could be, uh, spoiler alert, partially destroyed. While we doubted such a thing was possible, broad search was initiated in the unlikely event that any country anywhere in the world might have a bridge that needed to get rid of. Some lovely people from Poland responded with enthusiasm. They just happened to know of a non-functioning railroad bridge in an area that suited our purposes. And better yet, the area in question was eager to promote tourism. So they explained uh, that portions of the bridge would be destroyed, but the big set piece, in cooperation with the Polish government, allowing them to rebuild unsafe portions, not to mention the economic benefit of a large film film in the country. Uh, but then uh, said an unnamed party, possibly related retaliated against the production for a perceived slight, which exacerbated the situation. After harassing members of the crew or production publicly anonymously on social media, as well as privately, the individual individual misrepresented our intentions and concealed their personal reasons for wanting to penalize us. They even tried to have this condemned, unsafe, and an unusable bridge landmarked in the hope of preventing it from ever being removed and rebuilt. Uh, wow. So anyway, uh, it made this, they still hope the stunt in Poland situation could be... Uh, what? So did they do it? This is a bad... Did they blow it up? I mean, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. They did the same thing for Dark Knight uh, 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 with the Joker hospital scene. Yeah. That was a hospital. That was a building that they were looking to demolish. Yeah. yeah it was already scheduled for de- demolition. Mm-hmm. They're just like, can we use this as a site? So that's why they, they did it like all in one take, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. They, they just. It was something that they it was easier, you know, they just do it and just you know blow it up. Yeah. Yeah. So did but they blow? Now, it's very clear if they blew it up. Anyway, does Mission Impossible, I guess, delayed again due to stunts gone wrong? Uh, I mean, what can you do, right? This kind of sucks. It, yeah. I mean, um, how many times have a stunt gone wrong in movies? And like, the, that's the only thing I can say. Like, Back to the Future Two. Uh, wait, wait, is it two? Uh, yeah, Back to the Future Two. There was a. That scene where they uh, on the hoverboards, where they're uh, going through the windows and they mm-hmm. crash, like the stunt actually went wrong. They kept the scene, but like one of the stunt people, I think it was a stunt woman, it wasn't supposed to go the way it did, and she got seriously injured uh, doing that uh, stuff. So it happens all the times in the movie, and a lot of stunt workers get don't get the credit that they do because of that. Well, not because of the 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 failures, but they just. Because they're a stunt person, they're not the main star. Exactly, it's one of the reasons why I like Jackie Chan. <laughs> you see, it at the end of the movie, you're like, "Oh, he really did crack his skull." You oh, know? yeah, yeah. Like, it, it just it just seems like we're getting a news source from that all the time that something that he's doing, that something happens, you know, on his set. It seems like it's just something that's like what every week something that's like, and he says something happened before. But that that's what Tom Cruise is. He he just. He every movie he does, he wants to go beyond than what we did previously. And that's that's understandable. But I hope he's really yeah. not getting mad at what happened to the you know but like nobody got hurt. Tom is a little bit crazy though, let's be honest. Yeah. Like well, that one Mission Impossible scene with the knife in the eye, that that wasn't like trick photography. That was like uh, they told him he's like, I want you to try to stab me in the eye as hard as you can. And what they did is they tied like a, a, a wire or like a rope to the stuntman's arm so that and they measured it so that way it won't hit him. So that shot with the blade, like just barely touching his eye, that's a real blade. So they measured it out so that like all the time I had to do is like actually lay there and throw his hand out and he'll be completely safe. But that's insane. I would never 
what like what if you're off by a millimeter? I don't know what Tom be drinking before he starts stuff. He be he be doing something. Like, he's drinking like, liquid cocaine, man. It's, it's, that, it's, it's, it's that five foot mentality. Like I, I'm destroyed, but I can do whatever I want. And yeah, I mean that's probably why he's always running in his films. <laughs> Literally, is uh, like he's always feel. I feel like he always has something to prove, which I feel like that's it's cool because we get entertaining movies, but it makes me worried uh, just for like the people around that. I never, I never been a huge Tom Cruise fan. You know, you know. I mean, I like his movies, but I never been huge. You know, like my opinion. I mean, I didn't watch. I watched his movies, but I, I like the. Um, What's the name of the movie? The last one, he, you know, not last, but the one he did where uh, he wakes up, he dies, and wakes up every time he's to, uh, you know, oh, Edge of Tomorrow. Or, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I like okay, let me watch. It. Like, it's, you know, he's a good actor, but I feel like he's a, he can be eccentric a lot of times. But uh, I'm glad nobody hurt in, in stunts. But I don't think he'll ever ever will pull back at all. But also, his movies make money, so you know, you can't be totally mad at him. Yeah, that's true. Uh, all right, sorry. Well, you keep talking. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to log into uh, HBO Max because I want right, to talk. I'm, I'm back about this Batman Iron Man thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, right, Bunda just asked, "How does Steve? Thank you, Bunda. How does Steve-O get duct taped to a billboard? Who tapes him? Why don't cops, fire department, stop him? How does fire department butt in to convo on, in the, to the convo on Twitter? Yeah, that, why? <laughs> that was very strange, Bunda. Uh, all right, hold on. Before I do that, does this work? Hold on. Do I have my password? Give me a second. There's a story I want to talk about. Bear with me, guys. Uh, do you guys have anything to say? No pressure. Uh, no pressure. What if we think we, we about Tenet, they're, they're still going to select like nationwide, but you know, certain theaters. They're still going to still let it be released in certain places. Overseas, I think the UK got a little bit earlier than the United States is going to have certain movies. Like, how do you, like, are, like, Tenet, I'm, I'm, like that's one of my top movies that I was going to see this year, because you know, I, you know, uh, just how it was. I, I like that. But now they they are set to put the movies in theater. Like, how do you feel? Like, do you think you're going? Like, would you go to if they, if if it's like maybe like done right, sanitized, and everything? Would you go see Tenant? Like, would you go see you know how we are now? Um, I would say yeah, because I I I, I really I'll eat the junk food at the theaters uh but like i don't need it so i will just go and not get the junk food uh and then just chill out in the theater you just gotta put food in your you know in your shirt or something like that, you know exactly like, you know, you know what like, we tested it like i could feed a straw and like maybe have like some pudding and then it was like run it through and then I, i'll sneak it it's not the first time i snuck in food uh, so i just sneak it in so i don't have to remove my mask hell you know what? I'll build a mask so I don't even have to uh, 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 hide it. It'll just be built in like a feed bag, just coming right out. It, it will work for me. Um, but yeah, I would I would go. Uh, I would prefer like actually I I, I think it would be great if it was like in a like a drive through um, a drive in theater nearby. Uh, like I would go and that would be even better for me. I would without question. Oh move. whoa whoa whoa! Car. Hold on, Don. Oh my gosh. Don. How did I miss that? How did I miss that? Andy loving the show tonight as always. Adam, question for you, please. Why no train tracks playing in background anymore? <laughs> Sorry if you explained this before. Marcus, my man, my man, Marcus coming through with a big donation. 
Uh, Adon, come on. Marcus wants some trains behind you. What is going on, Adon? You're disappointing our audience. I was keeping the train tracks off because every now and then gets commercials, and I didn't want to like put have oh, some. Oh no! On put, the put them on for Marcus. Marcus misses the trains. He wants Very those well. trains. Trains are coming back. Oh my! Marcus is the man. Thank you, dude. Uh, all right, uh, Marcus. This one's for you. Anything else you want to talk about? You tell us. But there we go. Uh, he just had it. He didn't have it on because of the commercials. But now he's putting it on just for you, my man. Uh, sorry, I don't know why that didn't come through. Thank you, Chris, for catching that. I was distracted trying to get this next thing going. Uh, all right, here we go. We're gonna, I'm going to tape this just in case this is interesting. So bear with me. Here we go. There it is. I want to. Let's watch this together, shall we, guys? Here we go. Hey, everybody, we're here on Nerd Wars. Wah, 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 Nerd Wars, where we just hang out. We don't actually war much anymore. Uh, I got two of my man, man, my favorite guys, movie champ, uh, Absent Good is here. Uh, we got a Don from Nerd Tots. He's setting up some trains behind him because he just likes to have trains behind him. But, guys, I, I thought, let's, let's throw this topic at you. This one's into Marcus. Thank, to, I'm shooting this out to Marcus because he just gave a big donation. Thank you, my man. He didn't ask for this, but. I want to shout him out again because I love him. Thank you for all your support, man. Uh, but, guys, curious about this. You guys seen Blazing Saddles, right? Yeah, of course. Long time. Okay, good. But you both, you know, we know what we're talking about. Well, HBO Max added a proper social context intro to Blazing Saddles. And I thought, you know what? Let's watch it, shall we? All right. So, so, I'm so they, they did a woke trailer to Blazing Saddles? <laughs> Apparently. All right, so here we go. Uh, Let's watch this. Can you guys, can you hear it, I hope? Hi, I'm Jacqueline Stewart. Can you hear it? Uh Uh-huh, yeah. So Jacqueline Stewart gives an intro. Let's, let's, let's watch this, guys. Let's see, I want to get our feedback, because I I don't know what she's going to say. But is this a, is this, does this add to Blazing Saddles? Is this important? Hi, I'm Jacqueline Stewart from Turner Classic Movies. You're about to watch a film from 1974 that many consider one of the greatest comedies of all time. Okay, good. From director Mel Brooks, it's Blazing Saddles. Oh, I in forgot what I clicked. In the 1970s, 80s, Thanks for reminding and into the 90s, Mel Brooks led the way when it came to spoofing established movie genres with parodies like Young Frankenstein, okay, Ascend I, I want to watch a movie. Don't give me a bio on what Mel Brooks which did. which poked fun at Alfred Hitchcock thrillers, and Spaceballs, a sci-fi comedy inspired by Star Wars. But it was Blazing Saddles that started it all. This movie is an overt and totally audacious spoof so of classic Westerns. This is glued Westerns. right on top of the movie. Yeah, this is 42 seconds already in of uh, her talking about the movie. It's telling us that this, oh, she could have done all this by, it's a spoof of Westerns. You could have easily chopped all that 40 seconds, but let's keep going. And it's There's an extra section. Hold it, put it, in an extras. Yeah, put in the, no, they, they want to make sure you see this before you watch it, Don, because this movie's racist. Okay, so here we go. <laughs> As it was when it premiered back in 1974. True. The story takes place oh in a God. cliche of an old western town called Rock Ridge, which happens to Why? Oh, I'm sorry. Tell me the problem and don't give me the recap. I would be so annoyed if I'm starting my movie and imagine any movie starting. This movie was directed by blah, 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 and these made four other movies. Here's, what, here's a little bit about the movie you're about to watch. My God. All right, here we go. ...to be located directly in the path of a railroad that some crooked politicians are trying to build. One of those politicians, played by Harvey Corman, decides that the easiest way to get the townspeople to give up their land 
is to install a black man as the new sheriff. So you don't have to watch the movie. She's literally recapping the movie before you start the movie. All right, Arlen. He figures the locals will be so bigoted that they'll just get up and leave the minute he rides into town. He's not wrong. The people of Rock Ridge do demonstrate every possible prejudice toward the new sheriff, played by Cleavon Little. And with the assistance of a down-and-out gunslinger, played by Gene Wilder, the black sheriff manages to win the grudging respect was, of the local white Was city. anything necessary yet? We're in nope. not, not a minute nope. and 34 seconds in. Was anything needed yet? I asked nope. the panel. No, it's a synopsis. All yeah. they, they didn't really yeah. touch about like any... I mean, they talk about the bigotedness, but they don't really make it as a point of like this is a moment of concern or da 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 da. da. It's just no, she's spoiling the movie. <laughs> she's, she kind of is because she's basically just telling everything what's happening, like the plot, you know, plot. Like he comes in, this is this person. I mean, I, if yeah. I hadn't watched it, this would be a really annoying thing to watch before a movie. I want to watch the movie and figure it out. Give me some like text thing that says like some of these references are outdated or whatever you got to do. But all right, let's, let's, let's is this it? Let's see what else she does here citizens. As the storyline implies, the issue of race is front and center in Blazing Saddles, and racist language and attitudes pervade the film. But those attitudes are espoused by characters who are explicitly portrayed here as narrow-minded, ignorant bigots. The film's real and much more enlightened perspective is represented by the two main characters, played by Cleavon Little and Gene Wilder. Legendary comedian Richard Pryor was originally considered for the role of the sheriff, but Warner Brothers objected, arguing that Pryor's history of drug-related arrests and wow, controversial stand-up material made him too much of a risk. Instead, the role went Can to Cleveland Little, the charismatic no to Tony Little, Award-winning Broadway actor who was also known for his work on television. Richard Pryor remained involved with the project as a screenwriter, and his groundbreaking style of calling out racism through bold and daring comedy helped to shape the tone and content of this film. So that's just sort of a justified, like, well with no do you think that was just sort of like, guys, it was written by a black person, so be easy on it. Is that, is that uh, what that means? Like, it, it wasn't even necessary. I mean, that, that one, <laughs> you know, five second to 10 seconds uh, segment about the bigots and, uh, and whatnot before she talked about uh, Richard Pryor, that was enough. Yeah. That's all you needed. Yeah. Um, this is like, behind the scenes documentary we're gonna spoil everything about this film that could have been like and here's extra. how the film could have been better because it could have had richard Pryor, which would have been like 10 times better yeah, no exactly. offense no offense to little but my god richard Pryor and gene wilder doing this movie would have been that would have been amazing oh uh, they had some great movies together yeah i, I did enjoy them. that what a bummer that they didn't get to do this one but all right let's see does she get to what you think i wonder will she get to a point no brooks nope. own daring approach to comedy two two minutes 40 seconds nothing is off Jesus. limits and jokes can tackle any and every sensitive subject. Warner Brothers executives were sure that this offbeat and vulgar movie would flop. But instead, it turned out to be the studio's biggest hit of the year and went on to earn three Oscar nominations, including one for the brilliant Madeline Kahn as Best Supporting Actress. Let's take a look. From 1974, also with Slim Pickens and Mel Brooks, here's Blazing Saddles. That was it. Three minutes. What? Three what minutes. For what? Now, Andy, can you are you allowed to fast forward that? Like, can you can you fast forward that? Uh, you can do the little fifteen second jump. I guess you could. Yeah, you could. You could skim ahead, but there's no like skip intro. No, there's okay. not like a skip like the Netflix skip intro feature. No. 
came in dragon. That's ridiculous. What? I mean, I'm sorry. What did she offer that was important to say? I don't. Excuse me. She spoils the movie and explains. Well, they're all bigots. So, and it was written by Richard Pryor. So he's black. Enjoy the movie, guys. And supposedly the movie's vulgar, and I remember that movie. It's not. I mean, well, given today's uh, context Thank versus you. then, yeah, probably back then it would have been considered vulgar. But well, I, yeah. uh, the, but the thing is, I feel like she's treating everybody like little kids. Like, hey, this is what this is what you're going to get. You know, just be careful. <laughs> like, my thing, my thing is like, I I can't say that she want to say certain things. Like, it's going to be a little tone, racist tones, things like that. But don't give away the ma- the main plot, the more the story of like, but about this person. Let let that, especially people that are just jumping into the movie for the very first time that didn't ex- expect that the, the sheriff to be black or, wh- or whatever. I feel like you're just giving everything, everything, uh, everything away. So I feel like that, that wasn't necessary, especially, you know, you know, what time we're going through now. I mean, I can see maybe, but the way she, the way she implemented it was not necessary. All right. Well, let, here, here, let's let, let, she did it for gone with the wind too. So oh, let's, let's, let's watch her. Gone did with they the bring wind back intro. gone with the wind. They did. It's back. And here's her intro for gone with the wind. Oh. Hi, I'm Jeff from Turner classic movies. You're about to see one of the most enduringly popular films of all time, Gone with the Wind, the Best Picture Oscar winner of 1939. The film won eight of the 13 Academy Awards for which it was nominated. Dude, as well this as is an a honorary almost four-hour movie. <laughs> and when adjusted for inflation, it stands as the highest-grossing film of all time. Gone with the Wind was the highly anticipated adaptation of Margaret Mitchell's best-selling novel about the last days of the Old South. It follows 12 years in the life of Scarlett O'Hara, a strong-willed Southern belle who's determined to survive the Civil War I'm actually gonna be and upset restore she her family's less time home on in this Georgia than she does to what it was <laughs> before the war began. The making of the film was nearly as dramatic as the movie oh itself. Oh, my God. The- Multiple screenwriters worked to adapt Mitchell's novel, and three directors worked on the picture, George Cukor, Sam Wood, and Victor Fleming, who received credit and the Oscar for Best Director. The film's highly publicized I, I'm casting sorry. process when you increased put the a movie on, you don't want a five-minute recap and history of the movie. The of Atlanta for the film's I feel premiere. like she's reading off of IMDb. With yeah, it's just the wind was not universally praised. Dude, even TNT wouldn't have done an intro like this. It's too long. They don't. Have, they, don't have, they do more time. All right, here, but she, she's fine. It wasn't universally praised. Here we go. The film has been repeatedly protested, dating back to the announcement of its production, from its prologue. The film paints the picture of the antebellum South as a romantic, idyllic setting that's tragically been lost to the past. Producer David O. Selznick was well aware that black audiences were deeply concerned about the film's handling of the topic of slavery and its treatment of black characters. Before shooting began, he assured the NAACP that he was, quote, sensitive to the feelings of minority peoples. Despite Selznick's assurances, the film follows the lead of Mitchell's novel, presenting the antebellum South as a world of grace and beauty without acknowledging the brutalities of the system of chattel slavery upon which this world is based. The film represents enslaved black people in accordance with longstanding stereotypes as servants notable for their devotion to their white masters or for their ineptitude. And the film's treatment of this world through a lens of nostalgia denies the horrors of slavery as well as its legacies of racial inequality. Indeed, when the film was released, black cast members were not permitted to attend the premiere due to Georgia's Jim Crow segregation laws. And when Hattie McDaniel became the first African-American to receive an Oscar for her powerhouse performance as Mammy, 
she was not permitted to sit with the rest of the cast so in the whites-only Coconut Grove Club, but instead at a small table at the edge of the room. Watching Gone with the Wind can be uncomfortable, even painful. Still, it is important that classic Hollywood films are available to us in their original form for viewing and discussion. See, this one didn't bother me as much. context in which they were made and invite viewers to reflect on their own values and beliefs when watching them now. These yeah, films indicate what breakdown. images it's and stories long, Hollywood has but... deemed as acceptable and what mainstream audiences have found to be appealing and entertaining fair. Classic films have been and continue to be a major influence on popular views of history. Gone with the Wind in particular, with its landmark production values, signature scenes, and iconic characters, has shaped the way generations of viewers worldwide have pictured slavery and the reconstruction period that followed. The film's style, plot, and legendary status are so extravagant, in fact, that for many viewers, its racial politics are hardly noticed. 80 years after its initial release, Gone with the Wind is a film of undeniable cultural significance. Yeah, I think this one's it is handling not only it well. a major it's just, document it's long, of Hollywood's but I can see why this one's the past, the, but also yeah. an enduring to to work Blazing's, of popular culture she's still that going, speaks though. directly to the racial inequalities that persist in media and society today. Let's take a look. From 1939, here are Vivian Lee, Clark Gable, Olivia de Havilland, that's what the credits Leslie are for. Howard, Oscar Polk, Butterfly McQueen, and Patty McDaniel in Gone with the Wind. All right, so that was, all right. Now, see, I, I, I can that one's there, and I'm, I'm watching because I'm just like, man, this is. It's it's actually brutal to revisit that history because it's like I can't believe that was real, um, and so people are making fun of my reaction. But I'm no, I'm it's, I'm cringing from just like it's, my, it's yellow. He says you look you look disgusting at the history lesson, probably in a bad look. No, I'm disgusted by our history. The fact that she uh, won the Oscar and couldn't sit with the white actors uh, is just it, it makes me mad. Uh, so, but the point being, like, yes, I think there were some interesting and important things that are said there. Uh, that in Gone with the Wind. Okay, I get it. I think she still could have cut the recaps out. Don't you agree? Like, get to the get to the point. And you probably still could have done that in a title card. Don't you think? Like, there was a way probably to do that more concisely to get the point across. Uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, I put it this way. If I'm getting a streaming service, I don't want to be stuck watching something that I can't skip or, like, go right to. I'm comfortable with that being an extra. Uh, but you might as well give me back a VHS if, uh, if I'm going to have to uh, sit through an exposition like that. Yeah, I feel, I feel the same way. I mean, I understand what you're trying to do to people that haven't you know, seen it to kind of ease them into the movie. Like, you know, this is what this was at, at this time. But it was no need to be that that long. I kind of reach you could put it in the title card or I mean, even, you know, even as an extra or maybe, you know, at the end, of course. But it, 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 that was like way too long. You, you can kind of I feel like you can narrow that down a little bit to hit those points she was trying to say. I mean, at this time, back in 39, this is, this is what it was. That's how it was. But it's still, you know, it's an impactful movie, you know, because, you know, you know, people still got Oscar nominations and everything. So she still could have, you know, condensed it a little bit. But that's, that's just way too long. It's just like, we understand, you know, don't try to panic up for little kids or anything like that. But, I mean, yeah, they could, they, she could change it a lot. That was just too much, in my opinion. Yeah, and you made a good point. Uh, you both do. But And then, Don, what, what you said, though, about the, like, you're watching a streaming service. Like, what if, so every time I want to rewatch Gone with the Wind, I got to rewatch the disclaimer. Like there needs to be a skip feature. Like it's there. It's a choice. Mm-hmm. Let make it be a choice. Um, just like Netflix would have. 
Uh, I still think a title card that's you can't skip, but is at least there for five, ten seconds, ten, whatever. That okay, fine. But a four-minute recap and sort of history lesson uh, I, for a three-hour and forty-one-minute movie—it's too much. Um, so uh, these, these, is this what we're going to see now? On, I mean, if we start doing this for Blazing Saddles, like, I mean, every movie is going to need to remind. Like, do we need? I don't know. I, I, I see in Gone. I, I need to rewatch Gone with the Wind. Honestly, I've been meaning to because I don't remember it. I watched it a long time ago, but um. I want to rewatch this to sort of understand it all, but like, uh, so it's hard to. But it feels like we could they could make a reason to, to so many movies or people who did bad things in movies. Once we start going down this, you know, place, I'm just worried. What is what's going to happen? How many do we? Don't you think that you could p- be forced to put this recap on a ton of movies like Revenge of the Nerds? How can we show that movie again in today's climate? Put racism aside in old, old movies, but Revenge of the Nerds is a disgusting movie. And that last act is a horrific in today's climate, especially in any climate, if we're being honest. But that was what happened in 80s movies. You know what I mean? So are they going to put it on those movies too, you think? I mean, uh, if they keep going that route, yeah, I can see that. And you're right. Uh, I can go down a list of 80s movies and I'll be hard pressed to find one that wouldn't need that kind of treatment. Right. Like any, like you just spit out eighties movie. And I can be like, there's this scene that's going to be not cool nowadays. Um, any one of them. Yeah. Throw yeah. one in the chat. <laughs> Try. Yeah, like any movie from like, from that period time, 70s, 80s and all like you, you're going to find something as you know, at the time, you know, of, 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 of that, you know, you know, it was accepted, you know, you know, so it's, I feel like, if they're doing this, hopefully they don't do it for every little thing that every movie because we don't want to be we're gonna be bombarded with this. Hey, you remember this? This was bad. Yeah. But hey, still watch it. But like we don't like we don't. You know, I think like we're grown. We, we understand situation. You know, like certain things. Yes, it might be needed. But I feel like it's it, it'd be placated if they're gonna keep you know doing it for like certain things. It's not necessary. But yeah, that 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 was that was too long. But I agree with Don. Like the give us a feature like maybe let's, let's skip this or put it as an extra package, you know, something like, like hey, let's know a little bit more. Something right. like that. Well I think you could do mm-hmm. the you do the graphic opening that's burned in on a movie like uh, Gone with the Wind, fine. And just, you know, because the, the I think the biggest debate right with Gone with the Wind is the fact that they sort of don't address the horrific nature of slavery. They do have sort of that yeah, we're happy to be here and serve the white guy. Like th- I, I can see, like that's that's bad. At the same time, I don't. I, I would hope we're in a culture like we know that wasn't right. Just because some people, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure some people in those situations tried to be positive, right? In this, in the, as horrific as it was. So it's like, I, does that mean they were ignoring the horrificness? I, I don't know. So it's like it's a complicated story. David March has also made a comment: as long and boring as it is, it's not the terrible diatribe it could have totally been. Agreed. Uh, but can you imagine what they will say when they try and review Roots? Honestly, though, there's right all these movies. They're going to have to go back and remind people. But it's like, doesn't Roots? teach you the lesson, right? Don't you learn it by watching the movie? Do you really need a disclaimer before Roots to know slavery is bad? That's the whole point of Roots. Uh, and I, so I, 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 none of this makes any sense. Uh, Marcos, thank you again. I saw you. Can you forward through this? No, you can't forward through the intro. I mean, you could you could fast forward. There's a little 50-second uh, fast forward. But, man, where – I don't know. Look, I, the Gone with the Wind one wasn't bad. I, that one I think, okay, fine. I understand why people are bothered by that one. 
we could use a little bit of history lesson, but my God, HBO Max, trim that or give us an option. So if we watch it and we've already seen it, we can skip through it. Uh, that's ridiculous. Uh, trimming this for YouTube. So thanks for watching. If you're watching live, we've got still a lot more to cover. I'm going to take some of your questions and comments. Uh, so thanks so much for watching. What do you guys think of this? Tell us down in the comments below. Uh, that Blazing Saddles one was ridiculous. Uh, pff, I still don't understand why they need to do that. Tell us your thoughts. What movie deserves a disclaimer and what would it be? Tell me down below. Thanks for watching. And we're back. All right, what movie deserves a disclaimer? Let's talk about that. I'm going to get you, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> Those who know that movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right, I mean, what's the other one? Don't drink your gin, gin and juice in the hood while uh, being a menace to society. <laughs> Pretty much any Wayne's Brother yeah. film. I mean, yeah. white chicks. Is it white chicks? <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, yeah. <laughs> as white chicks, you know, they're like, you know, they two black men dressed up as white men, but at that time, <laughs> I, I, I can see it. Well, I mean, David, you can make the David, same about major pain too. David says put a disclaimer for Schindler's List, but it's like I don't know. Does that the pro? What was the problem? Uh, the problem I t I just sort of recap, but in Gone with the Wind, the problem is this idea of like they're not they're they're glorifying slavery is really what I right the biggest criticism of that movie is mm -hmm. the fact that they're glorifying slavery. They're sort of trying to make it seem like it wasn't a big deal. Um, so I, I can understand the need to say I, I just, you'd hope and think people know. Yeah, slavery's bad. This was really not okay. Uh, so it's but fine if we want to make sure we who who's gonna watch Gone with the Wind and be like, oh, cool, I can do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm just it seems so unlikely that I'm just like, what are we so worried about that we think people are gonna suddenly want to have slaves after watching Gone with the Wind? Like what am I missing? Yeah, but that I, one person that watches it and goes like, "Those were the good old days." Yeah. <laughs> but like Schindler's List, it's like I get. It's like there was a war where the Nazis wanted to exterminate the Jews. That that's bad. Is that really what we need to do now in front of all of our movies to remind people what's good and what's bad? I suppose like they, 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 they don't like, like sometimes they like treat people like not going to understand that these times is this what happened. I mean, I feel like you don't have to explain yourself on every intro. I mean, like, going with the wind, okay, yeah, they had those issues, and, you know, people didn't know. But, you know, other than that, I feel like I hope it's not a trope that every little thing that we see, we might have to, you know, talk, tell you about it. Like, I don't think that's necessary. You know, let people, you know, find, you know watch it, because I feel like let people treat people like an adult, okay? We know it's not known as not right, but let's, you know, let's watch it to, to respect the art of the movie, but not, not be like, hey, this is bad, you know, let's remind you. Lewis, welcome to the chat. We were watching uh, Warner Brothers HBO Max disclaimers before movies now. Blazing Saddles does a ridiculous one that's completely unnecessary. And then Gone with the Wind does a very long one, but we all agree. Okay, we can see why that one's there. Uh, but uh, we're, we were talking about what other movies are going to require disclaimers. Uh, <laughs> what kind of disclaimers might they be? But I also was commenting on the fact that it's like, well, I still don't understand why Gone with the Wind needs it. It's like slavery's bad i feel like we, everyone knows that like it's 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 a weird thing and, and comments were saying does schindler's list require one now to remind people that the nazis were bad and that you shouldn't you know eradicate races like uh, who do we really are we at that weird of a society that we got to remind people of history's atrocities I, I guess millennials are they just not paying attention enough lewis what do you think <laughs> Uh, you know, until you walk into the people's on the um, how to say, in the people's shoes that it could offend 
I can't really have an opinion about it because I don't, I haven't experienced that type of uh, r- racism against me. Uh, it, I, I mean, I don't know if it's luck or, or what. It, I just haven't. So I, I, I'd have to ask someone, uh, or we'd have to take that opinion more serious of like, if racism is depicted in a film and it's a certain uh, nationality or culture that's being depicted as racism against, if they're offended, then I do think that kind of disclaimer maybe should be there. But but I, if it's something maybe against Cubans, it'd be kind of like something I could have an opinion about. But I, I just don't feel like since I haven't really, uh, I, I'm, I feel blessed that, I, that in my circle, I've never really felt like that. So that's the best I could do with that so, opinion. So, uh, well, I don't think you got to see the Blazing Saddles uh snippet i did not know okay so basically they just recap the entire film (laughs) yes right when giving away spoilers of what the film is and what happens oh wow and who stars in it in in three minutes and then then richard Pryor almost starred in it yeah yeah and all of 15 seconds with what they said was there's a bigoted uh plot line Mm. well i mean look uh um some people look at what about scarface lewis Chris is asking. That's what I was. That's what I was gonna say. Some people look at me and they go, "Oh man, like, like, a Cuban shouldn't like Scarface," and we all do. I, mean, I haven't met one that doesn't. <laughs> I'm not even Cuban, and I like Scarface is a great movie. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do feel like, uh, oh, the depiction of the the personality of, of the immigrant uh, coming here and then taking it too far. I think a lot of us we feel like that's there's some segment that is like that so we just accept it and there's also the movie vlogger like me right so as long as both are represented uh for i can only speak for myself I- i'm happy with that but I- again that's um like gone with the wind is not really directed towards me so i i feel like i can't say oh you know uh you know why are they putting this uh disclaimer before it you know are there people offended towards it maybe there are i don't i i don't I don't know. Well said, Lewis. Well said. Or I'll save you from that. Uh, All right. (laughs) We've talked about this topic enough. All right. So, uh, Lewis, welcome to the stream. Welcome to the show. How are you doing, my man? I hate, I just want to say, I hate Zoom. I always look washed out, no matter how I fix my camera. I hate the way it looks. Oh, no, it looks all right. I'm going to get the monitor right here. Uh, But uh, the only thing delaying me was actually fixing the video. Andy and and, uh, crew and everyone, I have. Uh, awesome news dropping at 6 a.m. on Nerd Report. Uh, I just wanted to, sorry I had a shameless plug that, but it's going to be awesome. Everyone else is going to get it, but but I'll have it there right at 6 a.m. I mean, so it's your time or? 6 a.m. Los Angeles time. I know Popcorn Planet is going to be recapping it as well, I believe. Uh, he doesn't even know what it is. Andy doesn't know what it is. I don't think so, but, but it's going to be some big news dropping tomorrow. Snyder Cuts. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh great oh wait <coughs> sorry uh all right stay tuned i'm shocked and know. more and more uh dc fandom stuff i assume I, I don't know yeah he doesn't know uh yeah they don't they they don't put me on that list <laughs> i've tried tried to get on that dc fandom list and i think that i think they're hey it me. could be commando part two right there i have a yeah, poster it could be uh but <laughs> anyway i'm excited commando. check out nerd report tomorrow at six thank you buddy uh, 9 p.m. 9 a.m. my time. Good. I'll be. I'll yeah. actually be awake. 
Uh, all right. Anything? But again, I apologize. I don't. I, I really don't. Uh, I really do believe until I, I, you walk into a person's shoe uh, on. Or, oh, it, stop being so PC. Shoes. SJW. Listen, this. No, Lewis. it's not, man. You know, oh, I'm not I gotta like step in someone's shoes before I can make an opinion <laughs> well, on a topic it, it, because like, I don't want to be never... clipped by film gob. <laughs> Um, look, I've never walked into a store and been followed. There's people that that happens to. I mean, you look and, pretty sketchy, dude. I would follow you. That's what's weird. I do have the the, the, the goatee, bald hair, yeah, goatee. bald goatee, uh, yeah, goatee and everything. Yeah, eyes. I yeah, I saw you walk in the right store. Here. I'd be like, who's this guy? When I go to clubs, this is my this is my move. Yikes! <laughs> <laughs> I lean like a cholo. Lean like a cholo. Uh, Paul, hey Paul. Paul said, as an Australian, I'm I'm offended by Crocodile Dundee. Give me a breakdown before it, please. That that would be a funny breakdown. Guys, I've been told like, well, if anyone's ever come at me, they've been kind of like scared of uh, or, or thought it's insulting to tell me that we eat black beans and rice. It's like, yeah, we do. That's not an insult. <laughs> I love black that's, beans that's and rice. Love black beans and rice, man. Oh, so good. So so I don't know. Some people think that's an offense. So tell I got that. Person, I, 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 I didn't do it very often. And now I, yeah. now my uh, my lady's Puerto Rican. Pff, oh, my God. The beans and rice are insane. Oriqua food is just like oh, human, man. It's amazing. Bro. Food is life. But, I'm uh, surprised you lost beans. weight. I, well, I gained it. I, I was used to be I, – I had less. But now that I have rice and beans so many times, oh, are my God. Are you a vegetarian? She's, she's fattened me up. Yeah, but that's my point. Right. So I do a lot of rice and beans. Or pasta is the problem. It's a lot of carbs. Impossible meat. Nobody cares. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I've been – guys, everybody, you got to go go for walks, man. It's always <laughs> – it always helps. Got to at least go get some exercise in this – You I've mean the sitting. restaurants? Those no, i just been sitting too much during this pandemic. I, I can tell, like, it's made me, like – what's the word? Uh, crazy? <laughs> it's lethargic. <laughs> depressed Fluffy. everything Fluffy. the world is just yeah so don't forget to get out i've ever this week i've been taking my son uh for because he's uh he's uh he's still a baby uh one ah. year old but I, I get to take him out for a walk and it's I'm, i can tell you feel, you feel good when you get out there in the sunlight and get and get moving so don't forget to do that everybody uh at griffith park right down the street yeah yeah there you go good smart uh yeah. even if it's hot i still make the make the point uh yeah. all right but yeah black beans and rice mm, the guys mm -hmm. don't sounds give like up. a movie uh special shout out watch the movie chef by john favreau oh man very under don't do that everyone loves hungry. that movie very underrated oh, uh, watch that amazing amazing, amazing I, film. I have to watch it i haven't watched it a lot yet. of heart there a lot of heart there i miss john oh. john favreau uh, knocked it out of the park with that one uh he did it's true it's i actually really did enjoy that one too chef he's dude john favreau's solid but then you got like cowboys and aliens I, but now i like want to i want to rewatch cowboys and aliens to make sure i'm it's bad i mean it is right yeah uh if you take it serious yeah <laughs> if you take it if you take the movie too serious everything's bad. yeah if, if you take it seriously then you're gonna tear it apart uh if you take it lighthearted and it's still very bad but i mean it tries when it shouldn't is what I feel. Mm. Yeah. I remember it was a bit disappointing considering the, 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 the cast, you know, the cast was amazing. Harrison Ford there. John Favreau was directing the VFX. Is that a Disney film or Paramount? I don't know. Warner brothers. I don't even know. It's, yeah, it's, it's not, Paramount. I don't think it's Disney. It's Paramount, but Hey, we're all allowed to stinker. He's made better movies than I have. Zathora. I didn't see that. Did he make He made Zathora, right? I didn't see that. I actually, I, I haven't seen that in ages. I watched it as a kid. It's not as good as Jumanji. 
but yeah, my point is he's more more of them have been hits than not. Uh, Lion mm-hmm. King and Cowboys and Aliens are probably his worst, but I still give Lion King props for teaching him how to do cool effects. So I'm excited to see what he does moving forward. Uh, all right, any other news stories out there, Lewis? What have you been covering today? Any other uh, stories you see out there? Well, just uh, that we can thing, talk about. You know, and I, and I, I do feel um, I do. Uh, well, X, uh, you know, IMAX released a, a new poster for New Mutants. I posted it. Uh, I will be going to the movie theaters. Is well, first I'm going to look and see what they're doing, right? Uh, and then and then I'm probably going to go watch it in movie theaters. I, I just are you, you doing? Know, did you get I, access to a screener, or you're going to go see? No, it when it's no, bought, no, buy no, it. no. I'm doing. I'm covering the junket. I don't know if there's a screener or not. I don't care. I want to watch the movie. I want to go out. I love people, unlike other, you know, some, most people say they avoid people. I love people. That's why I do this. But um, I'm going to look and see what they have in there. I've spoken to a few theater guys. They say that the theaters are spending thousands of dollars ensuring uh, people's safety. I want to look first, you know, and, and, and stuff like that. I'm going to go in there with my can of Lysol and a mask and, 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 and check it out. Maybe, uh, maybe I won't go inside after all, but I want to look, I want to, uh, watch it. The only thing that that bugs me is um, when you post that, hey, you know, I'm going to the movies or whatever. People are kind of negative towards it. You know, it's like, you know, oh, you're going to risk your life uh, uh, going to the movie theater. No, man, I go to the movie theaters to live. Not that's how that's how I enjoy life. You know what I mean? So hopefully, you know, we got to see. I mean, it's going to be like man putting the first foot on the moon, you know, <laughs> type of thing yeah i'm curious too uh i i want to i want to go uh i probably would go i'm definitely gonna see i, I want to see new mutants and i want to review it and I, so i'll probably t- roll i think the it dice. looks fine i think the movie i'll roll looks the dice fine. what do you guys yeah. think in the panel what they're do you guys still, think? they're still slated for the theater right when yeah and uh, the imax theaters too 28th. oh i'll be there yeah uh no idea i'll probably be there too but normally i go to movie theaters normally in the afternoon like when nobody's really there, any, anybody's working anyway so more like yeah nobody's gonna be really there because i want to review it as well because it's how I many it's like what 100 some days since it's been announced to be out in theaters so like i really want to see it. the trailer look amazing so yeah i'll probably be there just sitting in the corner my mask on by myself <laughs> let's be honest I, i've been die hard for a new mutant since i first heard about it was it uh, like a decade ago uh <laughs> that movie I'm, I'm just gonna go out of principle <laughs> like i've been just wanting to see it and just close that chapter in my life um, and I will just be pleasantly happy if they did it right. Um, but yeah, I, I would, I definitely will go. And I don't even know if I'll be, I've been debating about being in Miami around that time frame. So I might even go in Miami, which is even riskier, I guess. Miami. We have it here. <laughs> it's opening in Tampa. We can go. No, see, no, well, I, we I'm can see be, a movie. We just possibly, have to sit. I might be visiting in oh, Miami around that time. I say we can sit, we can meet in the meet theater. We just have to sit, you know, with a seat in between us. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> uh, all right. So we have another story here. All right. I got two stories. Guys, give Thank me you. one one quick second. Uh, my cat's acting up. So I'll oh, be somebody, right There's back somebody breaking minute. in your house. Ah, there's somebody right behind me. Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, all right. Here we go. We've got a story. Ready? Thank you, Chris. I got your head. Guys, send it on over. Uh, thank you, everybody, supporting tonight. Uh, you can still Streamlab or Cash App over. Let me know. PayPal, all that stuff. I'll get it. Uh, let's go to this. This is a feel good story. Good call, Chris. I've been yeah, to Miami. Uh, James, I've been to Miami. I didn't like it. I've been to Miami. I took, I took my wife to Miami for her 30th uh, birthday and I took her. It's not, blast. not my favorite place. I mean, yeah, maybe. I mean, it's, I mean, it's a good to visit and expensive, but I wouldn't live there. 
it's expensive. I did. Ha- I had a friend who took me on a little boat, and I did a. I, I blared Miami by Will Smith, and uh, I felt like I, I checked it off the list, and I'm good. I got my Miami in. Uh, I'm sure if I was out doing clubbing all night, whatever, maybe, but no, nah, it's not my scene anymore. So I don't know what else you do out there. I got better beaches over here. Uh, but James, if you're in Miami, well, you should come down to Orlando, or Tampa, or maybe Orlando. When things go back to normal, we're gonna. I'm gonna prep a big meetup. So get ready. Uh, up, oh, someone broke into your house too. Careful there. Uh, <laughs> absent good. I saw someone breaking in. All right, story. Ready? Here's a story. Uh, Daniel, Daniel Day Kim from uh, Lost and um, uh, uh, Hawaii Five O uh, was running a fundraiser to get actor James Hong a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Remember James Hong, guys? He's been in everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've actually met him a couple times. The nicest guy. Uh, but from Big Trouble, Little China, Airplane, Chinatown, Blade Runner. I mean. Kung Fu Panda, Mulan, Avatar, Last Airbender. He's been in so much stuff. And so Daniel Day Kim was trying to raise 50 grand to get 55 grand trying to get him a star on the Hollywood Rock Walk of Fame, which I think is really, really sweet. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. James Hong deserves a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I've already started the nomination process. Who's with me? Star for James Wong. And yeah, he's did pretty well. So there he is. And I'm happy to report they met their goal already. I was going to tell us to, to do it, but oh. they met their $55,000 goal. Fantastic. In seven days, they've already met it. Uh, so there you, there you go. James Hong's now been, gets, gets to do it. Uh, he's in the nomination process. They raised the money and now he can get a star in the walk of fame. That's really sweet. How sweet of Daniel day Kim. Am I right? That's pretty badass of him. Oh, that's dope. I, and I, I love, like, I don't know any movie that he's been in that I didn't like. And even in when he's a bit part, he's just a great character. Yeah, it just it just it just is good good. And I'm out. I'm surprised he even done long. I mean, hasn't been done it, but yeah, he he deserves it. I'm glad he got it. You know, that's that's awesome. Um, yeah, this is so uh, bravo. I'm happy for James Hong, but the Hollywood Walk of Fame, screw you, <laughs> because you got to buy it to get it. That's how this works. It's stupid. Nobody understands that. It's not like, oh yeah, we're giving the celebrity. It means their agents or the studio is promoting something, so they pony up the money, um, and. Uh, it uh, so they but they so that's that's how that works. It costs fifty five thousand uh, dollars, and then they wrote, we we are happy to consider Mr. Hong if he agrees on the nomination in writing. Hollywood Walk of Fame producer Anna Martinez told Variety, adding, we don't endorse GoFundMe petitions because what happens with the funds if the person is not selected? They should have a backup plan in case that happens. It's like what a what a jerk. <laughs> Just super take the money. But is that really out of stars yet? Uh, how many Asian Americans, Asian stars do you have on that walk of fame? I'm sure James Hong deserves it. He's a legend. Uh, but then Kim said he wrote that the funds will be donated to a charity in Hong's honor if the nomination is not accepted. Of course, but what a jerk. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, th- I think he should be there. And uh, the Hollywood walk of fame shouldn't be like, well, we can't guarantee it because, you know, we have a lot more famous people than him, but so have a backup plan in case you're not accepted. What a jerk. Then apply again the following year. Uh, yeah. Lewis, don't you think James Hong should have a star in the Walk of Fame? Dude, the guy packs conventions, dude. And I, I, no disrespect to the stars that are there. Everyone deserves to be there. But a lot of times I'm walking down those streets, I'm like, who? <laughs> you know, and, and it's cool. I mean, it's not my, maybe they did something that's not my, uh, not my vibe, not my click or whatever. But, but, uh, him, dude, I mean, he's, he's, uh, he packs conventions, man. So he does. I've seen him worthy. a few. He was here in Tampa for one. He shouldn't even pay. Mm-hmm. He was at us. Was it called the horror con? What's our horror con called? Uh, Adon. Uh, 
Spooky, Spooky Empire. Uh, yeah, Spooky Empire. You're right. I have the thing. I saw him at Spooky Empire. He was very nice. Uh, and yeah, I know he's he knows Eben too. I've I've met him. Through, yeah, James uh, Hunt. Uh, we met him at Mad Monster. That's right. For, uh, he's I done mean, Mad Monster, you know. and uh, he's he's very. I know he's a super nice guy, uh, and uh, he's had a serious career. So good for him. I support this. Uh, all right, we got another story here. You guys can send over your topic stories. Did anyone Ooh. watch Attack of the Show? Yeah, Chris Gore. I still oh, love that show. G4, man. Attack of the Show, yeah. Chris Gore. Yep. Well, I know Chris was talking about there was there, there's been these rumors of G4 coming back. Uh, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't checked in with Chris in a while. I'll have to follow up with him. Uh, but it looks like Olivia Munn is in talks to return to G4. Uh, she's already in talks to do it. And uh, apparently she's in final talks to sign on to a multi year deal with G4, including a development deal, both off air, on and off air components. Yeah. Uh, well, man. Well, there you delay. go. There's always a 30 second delay. Uh, are we excited That's, about this? It's more of an. Uh, sorry, guys. I'm talking so much, but um, I, I just good. drank some some Gatorade, some hyper. But but yeah, listen. It's good for our generation, Andy. I don't know. If these two guys are a little younger than us, or maybe. Yeah, do you even G4? know what G4 is? Uh, Thank you, Lewis. Adon, absolutely yeah. good. Do you know what they are? <laughs> what it is? I mean, I, I heard of G4. Like, um, I heard of it, but I never really really got into it so i mean i heard of it but not yeah well g4 is now just on his youtube now so it's like uh, it is kind of weird correct andy hit right the nail on the head it was youtube before youtube basically where like nerds could hang out and react to stuff and talk about nerdy stuff so i don't know Mm -hmm. if that's going to be very successful unless there's a uh, reinvention of itself or unless they hire chris gore right lewis they better Hey, Chris Gore, Chris, Chris, we need to get Chris in there. I'm not watching to... G4 without a Chris Gore. Yeah. We need that petition. Uh, Don, what were you going to say? Uh, well, first of all, I remember G4 before was G4 Tech TV. Ho, mm-hmm. ho. So I, I'm from that generation. And what then, the uh, hell is I happening think... behind you? Is that a, oh, it was oh. a baby. Oh, I was like, what the it's heck? It's a baby. It's <laughs> weird. This, this is why I was saying like the <laughs> commercials. It was it a pamper. It's so demonetized. It's so weird. Did you fuck on sci-fi at times? Didn't it come on like a sci-fi channel? Like when they had those news of the new games, things came out. Wasn't it on a sci-fi? It was not on sci-fi, but I believe it was like one of those extra cable channels. The yeah, I remember, I remember seeing something channel. like it was, I was young, but I remember seeing something that the new and upcoming, something new like towards that genre. I'm yeah, gonna, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is. And then you'd see it, and then they'd be talking about something cool. And then I'd always catch the the tail end of something cool, and then they go off, and then you hear bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? It was run, you know, cops over and over yeah. again. Yeah, cops that. and yeah. cheaters. Yes, okay, cops and that. cheaters yes, was yeah. always on there too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I like of... Chris Gore. Chris Gore was there doing mostly the the I think Blu-ray stuff. I'm not sure, but he he really made an impact with the show. Uh, Chris Gore should have should be way bigger than what he is. He he's one of the pioneers, honestly. I'm not doing saying that because I know him. No, yeah, he's, he's, he's a good he's guy. I, I deserve he deserves it too. But he's doing all right for himself. He's got the doc about G4 going. I'm curious if that how yeah. where that goes. But what yeah. I was going to say was uh, I get back to you, Don. But it's yeah. How do you make G4 work in the YouTube economy? Uh, that's what, they got to have it on. It's got to be on YouTube and other platforms, and then. Yeah. What what who what personalities do you do? If you bring in Olivia Munn and others, I guess there's an interesting nostalgia factor, but I feel like you're they're gonna want to go for today's younger audience again, who's really playing all the games, and will they care as much? I don't know. And if it's strictly on cable, who's gonna find it? It was hard to find G4 in the beginning anyway. Uh, Don, what do you think? So uh, wait, uh, just to clarify, are they talking about bringing back to cable, right? Well, uh, unclear. No, they haven't sort of. Okay. They have not said what the plans are. It's still, I think, a ways away. 
2021 at some point is going to get it's going to get relaunched. Um, but uh, who knows? I mean, they used to do Comic Con things. I bet you they would announce True. it next Comic Con. Yeah, or E3 maybe. But uh, yeah, well, I know they did. They definitely were a big component in E3. So a lot of times uh, when E3 was going out uh, before Sci-Fi was covering E3, uh, G4 was covering E3. Uh, they were like one of the foremost uh, parts of that. So and your the assessment of they were like YouTube before YouTube really popped off. That's a very great assessment because. I remember they were attacking a show. They would have sketch comedy and they would do talk segments. They would bring in guests. They would have shows just purely dedicated to the video games aspect and whatnot. So they could do it, but I can see them in today's economy uh, be more internet based uh, rather than TV based. Now, when you say economy, Adon, are you meaning financially or are you meaning because? the stuff's been done before it's kind of like now they're gonna because they were pioneers well, back in the day and now they're kind of like it's all been done it's like the first time we saw cg dinosaurs in jurassic park now they're not impressive as much because we see cgi everywhere well um i'm saying you're right they were pioneers when they first came out yeah. but they're uh because of that i can see them being more Let's stick with that. Let's continue pioneering, but let's go instead of trying to stick with TV. Let's go with internet. Let's go a hundred percent into the internet. We'll uh, do, continue doing like uh, streaming, break it down, focus on this because they. Uh, one of the things they were always good is they were good at getting intelligent people, not just like entertaining hosts, but people that knew their stuff. Like you could mm-hmm. sit there and have a conversation with them, and they, like all of a sudden you're like. Oh my God, you really do know your stuff. It's not like you're being pumped disinformation, like a teleprompter. Like you can hold your own. Like they, if you told them like break down a PC tower, some of their hosts would be like, I'll break down that PC tower and make, make it better. Uh, that kind of situation. So I can see them. If we're talking about the same kind of people bringing it back together, I can see them trying to do that. And then say, let's, let's just really go for it. Let's um, bring back happy tree friends and do some weird wow, stuff. Wow, happy tree oh, friends. Yeah. Well, I went, Myra, Myra, think wasn't Alan Thick in G4 with Olivia or was was I high? You probably were high, but you were also correct (laughs) because, yes, there was a section where they did a bit. Kevin Pereira, he was the best part of it. And then Alan Thick came in. Here's a taste of what it was like back then. Because, you know, Alan Thick cameos were in back then. Is he still with us? Or he, pa- he passed away, didn't he? Did Alan Thick pass away? Can someone sure. to Google so I can pay my respects? Oh, you know, Donnie and Marie never do this. Is he with you? Is he with you? Wow, they really went for it, though. I mean, the fact that they kept going really did make it funnier. But that that's the problem. It's to do G4 today. You have to do that weird stuff. And uh, it's its not as PC as that used to be. But anyway, fun fact is I was looking it up for you, Myra. You were right. Uh, Alan is dead, so Matt, respect. But here, Olivia didn't give him respect. Apparently, uh, uh, where was it? Sorry, I had a—I had the story. Did I lose it? Hold on, bear with me. Here it is. 
Here it is. Here it is. Uh, Alan Thicke is miffed that <laughs> Olivia Munn, uh, a few years ago I was on a show with Olivia Munn, started up, and we did a little sketch where we had a little kiss. It was more than a little kiss, Alan. And he, he said, uh, later on I hear her on the Jimmy Fallon show complaining the joke that I smelled like Old Spice, like an old guy. I thought we had a fun moment there, he griped. And then I hear afterwards that that's the review I got? Yeah, what's up with that? Olivia saying Alan Thicke smelled like an old guy. That's not very nice of her. Uh, rest in peace, Mr. Alan Thicke. That was a fun bit. He got to make out with – a lot of people wanted to make out with Olivia Munn uh, at that time. And t I mean, I'm sure that people still do. Uh, but back then, yeah. they really wanted to. Uh, during the Hitaka yeah. show days, Olivia Munn was like number one for most people. Uh, so that was a pretty funny bit. Uh, but yes, you were right. So there we go. That's that was uh, that was Attack of the Show. Uh, what do you guys think? Were you fans of uh, Alan Thicke, Attack of the Show, Olivia Munn? I'd rather make out with Chris Gore. Wow. Okay. Team Sus for uh, Lewis. <laughs> now, like I said, I, I remember the show, but they're trying to come back now. I feel like it's going to be harder, depending if they're going to be really, really different. When you, really, you already have like IGN and so much that they're doing with the gaming and all that stuff. So I feel like it's going to be really hard. So they're, they're going to be really drastic differently to be, you know, you know how they were back in the day and how they are now. Because mm -hmm. everybody's kind of doing this, you know, already uh, with um, IGN and everybody else. So, you know, I'm not glad she's back, but um, I really don't see them, you know, gaining any momentum after this, in my, in my opinion. I think uh, you're kind of right. I think people are going to watch it. Um, yeah. Give it, and, then they're, and then they're going to have to do something to keep our attention. I think it's kind of a good idea. Maybe they reach out to the influencer community, uh, you know, morning show with Andy and Jody, uh, midday bump and, you know, midday bump with uh, Don and movie camp. And then the bump and drive at five with uh, nerd report, something if like it, that. Maybe, it, yeah. maybe like get every, every, a lot of people involved that are in the community and stuff like that. If, if maybe if they also could get maybe pull a lot of those gamers that are like have those top subscribers that do those mm. and bring them in to do a little bit more with the G4 and add it, add it. So you, you're bringing those fans over to over to the G4 and also giving, giving people that's on YouTube. But YouTube can be real harsh uh, if you're not getting those certain numbers or certain people. So giving that them extra platform to go over brings their fans, those people, giving you a better audience. So maybe they'll grab those people, those top gamers, those influencers, those those dashies, those, those other people, bring them over maybe – I'm having them on TV, and that brings that their their fan base will bump up G4 even more. Yeah, definitely. I, I think that's a good idea. Get more of the nerds involved, community. Yeah, it's interesting. It's a tough. It's gonna be a tough sell for them to do that correctly in today's climate. I I, I don't know, but I'm curious. Uh, it, it it'll have that nostalgia hit for sure. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Can it still work? Bottom line, if it would have stayed, it would have been number one. Yeah, I, I, it could have. You're right. It would have had the longevity, uh, but it was losing a lot of money. And then what? It turned into Esquire. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Once once they lost Pereira and and Livia, I feel like it was sort of now what? Um, they yeah. they were that was the heyday for me. Uh, all right, here's an, here's a weird one. You want a weird story? Since no one's send over some better stories. A weird story on Popcorn Planet. Here's a weird story. Cardi B joins OnlyFans. <laughs> what? Uh, but she won't post uh, X-rated content. But, guys, she's on only – Cardi B is charging her fans $5 on OnlyFans. And she says, I'm not going to be showing my T's or my P or my A. Just straight up real-life real content S. You guys be mad nosy when it comes to my life. 
So, uh, what is this? Do you think this is going to be a new thing that celebrities do? Just sign up for OnlyFans to give like weird, stupid access to like. <laughs> why, why, why? Why? Doesn't she have enough money? This is like when Zach Braff started a Kickstarter. Do you guys remember that? We started like a, a petition yeah. against it because I was sort of annoyed that he did that. Because I'm like, what? You don't need you don't need Kickstarter. You're Zach Braff. You can go <laughs> raise money. And if nobody wants to invest in your idea, it's probably a bad idea. It turns out that movie was a bad idea. Wish I was here. Uh, but uh, come on, Cardi B. Is it going to charity or something? Does anyone else see like weird? Is this weird for like a mega star to join a five dollar OnlyFans to just post Instagrams that she's gonna curse on? What do you guys think of this? I think it's easy money for her. Sure. Why? I we guess why hate? Do like, it. Get I mean, it everywhere you can. If I could make uh, money just by like being there and be like, hey, like I, then yeah, I would. Um, What's well, brilliant and, for OnlyFans because they pro- she'll probably do it for a month or two and then get bored and forget, and then only then there'll be thousands of fans who saw signed up and forgot to unsign up. So OnlyFans will make a fortune off of the deal because they get a huge cut, probably more than 30%. Probably, I wonder what the percentage is. Wait, uh, do they get charged for a subscription or, or is it like – It's like a fee. It it's a monthly fee, and it's usually $10. She, she brought it down to five, $5. Uh, but uh, you can you can make whatever you want. But OnlyFans takes – it's like any other uh, Patreon, any of it. Uh, but OnlyFans has that uh, sort of – it's you know not safe for work. It's, it's you know dirty stuff. Is sort of what it's been t- teased as, but it's clear they're trying to make it more than that. Um, I see more and more people j- going over there to try and normalize it, which is smart for OnlyFans because you don't want to just be known as a porn site. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It just it, it's, it seems a little desperate. Yeah, there. Thank you, Eric. Our, our fans really that. Does, it just I don't know. It feels like that's something I don't know. Alan Thick would have done. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, or somebody. <laughs> not sorry. No, he's dead. That's not fair. How about someone lesser? Like someone like. I don't even want to say. I was going to say somebody else. I'm not going to talk about it. But you know what Charlie I mean? Like, <laughs> no, I was going to say Ray Fisher. Uh, you know, <laughs> lower lower level celebrities. <laughs> Some lower tier celebrities. You know, Ben Affleck's not going to go do it. Uh, Ezra Miller maybe would. I could see him doing it, right? But that's my point. There's there's tiers to celebrity, right? So uh, David said there's only 20 percent according to Google. Okay, good. They take 20. So they take less than uh, the iTunes Store does. Uh, and they have uh, that, what they're offering is way more important with their uh, website. Um, I don't know. What, what, did, what do you think? Uh, uh, what do you think? Absent good. Is, uh, should we I hate? Mean, should we not care about this? I mean, I don't know. Like, it's like it's, 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 uh, uh, my wife heard it, so she's like, "Well, she she was like, well, it's there. She's going to do what she's going to do.' Bring her on. Yeah. Let's have her. Let's hear. A, let's hear a woman's perspective on this. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Okay, so Cardi B, when she came out, she told y'all she was going to make that money, right? Yeah. You can take it as desperation if you want to, but look where she came from. She came from the strip club. She came from nothing. You can take me out the street, but you can't take the street out of me. I'm going to keep it gangster. She's going to get on OnlyFans, and she's going to make that money. That's what she said. <laughs> See, now, I, b- bravo, you're right, because she's making the money, so why should we hate that she's making the money? I'm with you on that. But I just feel like she could be better. Like, she got out of the strip club because she clearly didn't want to be a stripper, right? Everybody's trying to make that money right now. We quarantine. We're going to do what yeah, we but, want. Yeah, oh, but come on. Guys. Cardi B knows. Don't Cardi B's making way more money than everybody else. She's a, she's now looked up to, right? If she's looked up to. Is this what she wants to tell her fans? Well, yeah, just do OnlyFans. 
when she even at, when you get to that level, shouldn't she be like a a pillar of like here's what you can do with creativity and and a passion and everything? I don't know. I mean, granted, she's not doing nudie pics on it, so she's ratchet. That's what we like about her. She's ratchet, and that's a ratchet thing to do. Get on OnlyFans when you have that celebrity hierarchy. That's why we like her. That's why we relate to her. <laughs> yeah, right. not y'all, ladies. We like her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, I love her on talk shows. I love how she does. She just, she's the best on talk shows because she's, you never know what she's going to say. She doesn't give a shit, right? That makes her exciting and makes her fun. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I would rather, it's like, yeah, I guess it's just, she's not showing nudes. So yeah, what's the point? She's doing a oh, smart business move. It's a smart I, business I, move. There's going to be a t- thousands of fans just going to fork over $5 for her to like be on her Instagram being like, hey, what's up, everybody? Man, I hate Trump or whatever the hell she's going to say. Uh, and they're going to pay her to hear it. So good on, good for her for making this money, as you said. Good point. <laughs> Sold. I, like, uh, that I, was like, easy. My, my, yeah, like, my thing is, like, I mean, I understand like, what, what you're saying. Like, like my, my thing is, like, like it's not necessary because you have so many other platforms to 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 say certain things or like that. And as we know, the stigma of the OnlyFans is that I'm going to get that five dollars. I'm going to see some extra in which you're not. So I say, I say on both sides, what she's what she doing. She's going to do anything to get that other fan base. But like, my thing is like, is it, is it really necessary? More likely it's not. She would do whatever she wants. But my thing is like, you could have done something more, but I understand what you're coming from. You pass the time. You post it here, you post it there, you get interactions, you get into the fans. Well, and as Myra said, uh, people aren't signing up for fan clubs anymore. It's true. I mean, there are fan the bands have them. I like. I know Pearl Jam has a very popular. Their ten club has been there since the beginning, and they have a very passionate fan base. It's been around forever, and that's a smart way to do it. Or they f- and then you get early access to their concerts and like holiday signal singles signals. So, uh, so there's ways that ba- like you know cl- some classic bands still can pull that stuff off. So they exist, but you got to be at a certain level and like a classic level where you still are cool with that. But yeah, I, I agree. Cardi B starting up a fan club via mail or whatever probably wouldn't sign up. But only fans, people are probably going to sign up. They're going to want to hear what she has to say. Uh, so it's just another way for her to get some more income. Uh, so I guess, uh, yeah, I mean, we're pro- clearly going to see it more. The other thing that's really funny is Cameo. Uh, Cameo is blowing up. Ca- you guys, you got, Cameo is more and more. Whoever's marketing Cameo, I'm so impressed. But you guys all know Cameo, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, in fact, let's let's take a look at who's who's on Cameo these days. That's always a fun game. Yeah, uh, I but uh, that game one time, like, how much is it for the, yeah. this actor on Cameo? All right, so let's 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 play the game. All right, everybody. Sorry, and and, and Mrs. Absent Good. Do do what do we? What do I call you? Keisha Cool. Keisha Cool. All right, Keisha Cool. 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 <laughs> Uh, all right, Keisha. Uh, let's get you're in. The, you're in this too. Let's let me pick somebody. Uh, I already did. We are so we started with Carol Baskin. I did a video. Carol Baskin, who I think, but again, allegedly, or, you know, maybe not, murdered her husband from on Tiger King. What do you think hers was? Does anyone remember what I said? Yeah, I remember. It was um, she did a cameo with a person that three hundred dollars uh, for Carol Baskin? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Who three hundred dollars? What? That's insane. All right, so let's do let's do a weird one. Ready? How much? How much? Uh, <laughs> Stanley from the Office. You know Stanley. I know Stanley. <laughs> yeah. 
How much do you think Stanley from The Office charges for a cameo? All right. Uh, right, Let's do it this way. Oscar, Oscar, or Stanley? Who do you think charges more? Stanley. Oscar. Uh, I'm going to go Stanley. Stanley? Oscar? Oscar Nunez? Lewis, are you you're looking up the office? Stanley. You're like, which ones are which? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, <laughs> oh my god. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to uh, become a fan of Cardi B real quick. Hold on, let me get my signing up. <laughs> I feel like dare, I should should I sign how up? How dare so she get updates? do this? Let me get my credit card real quick. <laughs> I feel like I should do it to give you guys updates. I love the uh, office. <laughs> so here we go. Look, that look. that's Stanley right there. Okay, and that's Oscar. Just so we're now we're clear on who I'm talking about. Okay, uh, so who? Sorry, who? Who? You guys said what was the consensus? Who's more expensive, uh, and what do you think the price is? I say Oscar, and I say probably one fifty. Stanley probably hundred. Stanley gonna charge five hundred. <laughs> she, she's she's yeah. You gotta go. Miss Cool's got it. Oh, Stanley is what? charging. Stanley's charging three hundred dollars. And Oscar's charging one seventy five. Kevin, oh, wow. Kevin is also charging one seventy five. How much do you think Jan from the I'm a, I'm just I'm an Office fan. Jan, you know uh, from the Office, yeah. the best episode is the dinner party. Oh my God, so good. Oh yes, Michael's ex, who loves oh, Hunter. Jan, how much do you think Jan's charging from the Office? Two hundred. Three hundred. Oh. Meanwhile, David Keckner. Is uh two hundred, and then Meredith's only one seventy five. Man, that's crazy. That's interesting. All right, there you go. So that's uh, that. I pulled the office, pulled the office cards. All right, let me go to another uh, category. Here we go. Let's go to pulling up another category. Uh, we have here, here are the categories: black excellence, queer voices, athletes, musicians, reality TV, Real Housewives, actors. All right, let's do actors. Myra. Oh, thank you, Myra. Wait, who's uh, James Taylor? You've never seen The Office? Oh, it's great. Come on. Uh, Myra, it's also because artists make their money touring, promoting clubs, strip clubs. With the virus, they're losing money and can't support their lifestyle. Sure, but Cardi B is still making money. She can sell albums. Uh, she could. That's my point. All right, let's go to uh, actors. Here we go. We're trying to find some. Kevin Conroy, uh, Batman. Animated voice, Batman. You could get a cameo from Kevin Conroy. What do you think he's charging? 400. Five. I don't I'm even know go, what this is. I'm going to go uh, a little bit lower. I'm going to go so three. You don't know what this is, Lewis? No, I'm lost. Cameo. So cameo, you pay the actor a set amount of money, and then they record an iPhone video being like, hey, Lewis, subscribe to Nerd Report. I'm uh, Kevin okay, Conroy. 150. 150. So it's like it's a virtual convention, but they give you the, the video. You're saying how much? 150? What would you what did you say? Adon? I want 300. Okay, and you got the, the absent good family? 400. 400, okay. He's this charging like right. He's only charging $100. I'm oh. the closest. That's, I know because dude, he does conventions probably about yeah. what he uh Happy birthday, Asher Tan. This is Batman calling from Wayne Manor. Your friend Samuel Chong wanted me to send you this shout out. How cool is that? Just for you. Hey guys, right. just a polite warning that my birthday is Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> and if somebody wants to surprise me with some cool cameos for Popcorn Planet, I will gladly accept them. 
Uh, but there, but dude, getting a Batman voice, how cool is that? You're watching Popcorn Planet. I'm Batman. That's actually pretty dope, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's badass. Uh, all right, that Kevin Conroy. Does Arnold bucks. do it? Does Schwarzenegger do it? Ernie Hudson. Ghostbuster. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's gonna be a hundred bucks, just like. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull something from the archives, guys. Ready? I can't tell you where this is from. But hold on, give me a second. While it, well, yeah, sorry. How much are you charging for Ernie Hudson? I say a hundred bucks. Eh, one fifty. One twenty-five. Although I'm middle. Oh no! Did I just freeze? Oh, there it goes. Sorry, it froze. My system, my system's getting wonky. Uh, hold on. Wait, wait. Do I have it here? Hold on. Hold on. have it it's worth it if i, if I don't have it's it, worth the it. wait if, I, if it's not here it's gonna be stupid <laughs> there it is i do have it okay uh, now it's time oh wait, hold on take your time you almost have 400 people watching Woo! for are you guys <laughs> this is funny ready for this one all right here's uh tell, i can't tell you where this is from <laughs> it might be from when uh screen junkies made a tv pilot for what to do when you see a real-life ghost with actual Ghostbuster Ernie Hudson. Run. This has been what to do when you see a real-life ghost with uh, actual Ghostbuster oh Ernie Hudson. God, that was I, dope. I'm so proud of that bit. I not, No one ever got to see that bit because it was part of something I was never allowed to show you guys. <laughs> but, you know, I just, uh, I did it. Who cares? Who cares? Uh, the video? The what? Was it video? Yeah, yeah, it was video. You couldn't see it. Yeah, it's a video of him sitting there. What to do when you see a real life ghost with, ac- oh, with actual? It, and so the gag was, what to do when you see a real life ghost with actual ghostbuster Ernie Hudson. And then it cuts to Ernie Hudson sitting there, and he goes, "Run!" <laughs> this has been what to do when you see a real life ghost. Uh, anyway, that Ernie Hudson got to do that. He when he did uh, cult classics with Casper Van Dien, uh, he stopped in to do that bit, and I I always loved that bit. How many years ago was this? Uh, that we did. Guys, guys, I'm not supposed to show this. But because we have so many people. Oh my god. What is what is this? What is this? I can't I don't think I could show the pilot, but what is that? What is that? What? What wait, what? Who are all those people? What is this set? We had an audience? And uh, there's me and Joe and Spencer and Hal and Dan. And look at these fancy couches and lights. And what? <gasps> oh, subscribe. <laughs> anyway, what were they saying? That's what that was from. <laughs> we didn't see any of the cameos. You got to watch Hudson. the YouTube feed. You got to watch the YouTube feed uh. to see it. Uh... <laughs> Andy, I'll get you one. How much is camp? Does Campy have a cameo? No, please don't tell me he has a camp. Does he really? That would be really funny. John Campia. He does. <laughs> oh, you, you guys saw the total. Oh, you guys didn't. How much is John Campia charging for a cameo? Uh-uh. No, really? Yeah. How much? How much? Uh, Fifty bucks. Somebody, please buy. Can we? <laughs> hey, Andy, you're innocent. Uh, you can come on my show anytime. <laughs> See if we'll do it for 50 bucks. 
<laughs> fun to, I, yeah. Uh, hey, what is it? Uh, get him to say the hockey chant again. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, yeah, Bunda, you have my permission. Go do whatever you got to do. Because <laughs> guess what? It's only $15 for a John Campia cameo. All right. Oh. Hey, Paul, I have been told by your cousin, Jason. I actually have a cousin, Paul. Actually, yeah, my my, my closest cousin. Oh, I'm name. bored. Let's see what Jake, this is. And congratulations on your upcoming move <laughs> to Los Angeles. As somebody who made the move myself, I know it can be... A little intimidating to do it, but I think you're going to have a good time. Uh, regarding Will Smith, nah, I, I don't think... Oh, my God. What has happened? And then he did... He... Hey there, Blake. Uh, John here. And this cameo is being sent out to you by your fiance, Amber. Congratulations I guess on actually, the upcoming Nuggets. That's nice he did it right, that the right is way. That is awesome. If I, as somebody who's getting ready to uh, celebrate his 10th anniversary, Ann and I are getting ready to celebrate our 10th, if uh, you don't mind me giving you a small bit of advice, and I mean this seriously, Communicate. Communicate, oh, communicate, well, There you go. Good advice. Sorry. Well, that's sweet. I'm not, but no, he's not $55. He's $15, guys. You can request it for $15. Now, he probably shut some of these down, but he typically responds in four days. So I wonder if we can get – you're watching Popcorn Planet. I'm John Campia, and I'm Andy's biggest fan. You guys be creative with your choices. But, yeah, there you go. Let's see. <laughs> let's see if we can get John Campia to do some. And then uh, let's see. Who else? Let's see. Who else is on there? Oh, no way. I... No way. How much uh -oh. do you think Christian Harloff's charging, Lewis? Uh, Christian Harloff, uh, 65. 65? What do you think, Absent Good? Oh, 70. No, wait, no, 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 no. 50. I'm sorry. 50. Adon? Mm -hmm. I'm going to go high. I'm going to go 100. Oh, you guys are no $15 again. This is <laughs> nothing. <laughs> This is nothing. Let's get let's get one from Christian. Let's get one from John. Yeah, thank you. Hey Andy. I think like a year, a year hey Andy, ago. It's great to be on your channel. You're fully exonerated. I I am so happy to be your friend. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I think like a year ago, a lot of the film Twitter guys over yeah. here in LA did it. Uh, I was hearing some. Uh, I think I've been. I've heard about this before. Yeah. Uh, Pretty much. Yeah. So so you're gonna and, uh, hear it. You're I gonna see a lot of the... also. But at least we have Jeremiah. But uh, thank you, Larry. You're the man. Yeah, can you and can we do it in a way? Don't say my last name. Don't be it obvious, because then they'll just probably deny it. But if you guys are clever about it, you know. Hey, Andy, I hear you're a big fan. So glad you got out of prison. <laughs> Figure out a way to say it in a funny way. Uh, if you guys say send me some Campia Harloff cameos that you guys bought, that'll be. I will make a video of that. Uh, okay, how much is Chris Gore? <laughs> is he on there? Let's see. Probably. You guys can go to Cameo and look up yourselves. Tell me who you find. <laughs> no, Chris Gore's not. Uh, is there anybody from Screen Junkies? Be really great to do a ca That's funny. It's a funny video. Get everyone to uh, have to talk to me that way and see if they take the money. I bet you they wouldn't. No, no. D uh, is Dan on there? No. I would. That would have been surprised. John Bailey's not either. Why isn't John Bailey on there? Oh, yeah, he is. How much is John Bailey, Epic Voice? Uh, 20. See, his makes sense. He's he's charging 100. Good for him, man. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I see. But he does funny voices, impressions. I, you know, getting the Epic. Uh, no, no way. Are you kidding me? Why am I not on Cameo? <laughs> uh, what about Peter Cullen? Oh that, my God, he is. Who? John Roca is on Cameo, and he's charging fifty dollars. 
Oh wow! What? Got a nice voice. No one's bought one. <laughs> oh man, let's see if he. That's ridiculous. Zero, no reviews yet. Responds in a month. <laughs> what fifty dollars, John? Come on, dude. What are you doing? Campia and Harloff are charging fifteen. Get, get your gear, 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 S and gear. That is amazing. Good find, James Taylor. Uh, oh, yeah, good call. Is Ray Fisher on there? <laughs> we don't tell Jody. Is he he is. I, I, I didn't see Ray Fisher. <laughs> I, I did look. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, he's not. Damn it. That would have been so good. Hey, Jody. Uh, is Joss Whedon? <laughs> no, he's not. What about Peter? Uh, what is it? The voice of uh, Optimus Prime, Peter Cullen. That'll be worth getting. How much you guys think that is? If it is. 500 bucks. Easy. Or just get John John Bailey to do it. He's got the same voice. No, Peter Cullen's not on there. That's crazy. Russell Peters. How much do you think he charges? You know him, the comedian? 500 Russell. bucks. Damn. Oh, Brian Callen, who just got accused of uh, some serious accusations. He's still on there. You can get him for 100 bucks. I wonder, do you think Chris D'Elia is there? Let's see here. No. How about like Tom Green? My bum is on your lips. My bum is, yeah, no, he's not there. Man, there's so many people I've never heard of. <laughs> well, there you go. The that, getting, uh, there's a, uh, $50 for John Roca. Although that would be pretty funny. See if he, let's see, let's see how woke he is. If he does, uh, somebody, somebody, somebody charge him fifty dollars to speak nicely of me and see if he accepts. Because <laughs> he, I, I'll bet you ten dollars he doesn't do it. Uh, but yeah, cameo man, it's fun. All right, hold on, let me go back. We'll play one more round here. Let me find someone not that's not someone we know. Well, that that was a funny surprise. And is the, Master the is Master Ken on there? Who? Master Ken is like this uh, martial art spoof guy on YouTube. Oh, he's so good. If you haven't, if you guys haven't seen him, oh my god, he's so funny. I would love. You should get he, him on. He is on okay, line. so he is on there. Master Ken, I do see. He him. is. Yes. Oh my gosh. Uh, how much do you think he, uh, Master Ken, is? Hundred bucks. Okay. <laughs> Anybody else? I don't even know who uh, it is. I'm looking at some of them. So, so stop okay. the groin. Is, uh, <laughs> if you need to laugh, watch Master Ken videos. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's fifty bucks. That's great. He he does nothing but like short videos on like self defense, and or like uh, he'll have his own little show. He has a show also, but um, enter the all, dojo. Like, enter the dojo, but basically, um, and he also uh, reviews like fighters and martial arts styles. And he goes like uh, he'll say like why Krav Maga is crap. He'll basically have voice <laughs> Gracie there, and he'll be like. Oh, show me a technique. Okay, cool. Hoist Gracie will show the technique, and he'll come in here and go, "I'm gonna now. I'm gonna tell you why that technique sucks." Like, and he'll come out with like some weird technique, and it always ends up with stomping the groin at the end. Literally every time. <laughs> every time you stop the groin. Like the character. And he's got a the, fake the mustache. One... Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is he missing an eyebrow too? Bro, I don't know. That guy's hilarious. I wish we could play one of his videos right now. I think Andy would love it. But does he, does he really know, like, martial arts? I'm sure he knows some martial arts, but uh, 
people in the martial art community they do respect him because he does go to the uh the seminars and stuff like that they know mm -hmm. the deal uh but yeah he gets a steven seagal he gets everyone on there and yeah. he's just he's just a goofball and he does a young get good, guy too. Uh, he gets good martial artists on there. Yeah, I don't know uh, who you're talking about, but I do know who Side Eye Chloe is. Do you guys know that meme? Remember know. Side Eye Chloe? You'll see on the you watch have the YouTube window open so you can see what I'm playing. But you guys in the chat, how much do you think Side Eye Chloe is selling her uh, cameo? She's the girl who gave the side. Remember her? Uh, was she forty bucks? Side, side Eye Chloe. <laughs> remember her? Really? <laughs> she charges 30 bucks and she's now oh. old. <laughs> Hi, Annalie. Sorry if I pronounced your name wrong. Um, it's Her Chloe, parents are Julie, smart. Um, parents are like, let's keep pimping this out. Ah. <laughs> Good for them. Building that tuition. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they have a picture of her now, like the way she looks and everything. Like she's in her 20s or late teens. Wait, she's that old now? Wow, dude. There's every, uh, Grace Randolph is not on here. What about Mike Tyson? See that he should be. I'll get a Mike Tyson. You make a killing. Uh, Mike Tyson. I'll give him some like hard words to yeah. say. Yeah. Oh, oh no, sorry. He was and he stopped. Ah. He was, and now he's he's stopped making videos, but he, he did do some videos. So he looks like he comes in and out. So he's been on he's been on it, but he's not currently on it. Yeah, who? Yeah, I was looking. Weird Al's not on there. The only other one I want is like Homer, Dan Castellaneta. Man, I would pay. Yeah, he's not there. Snoop's not in there either, right? No way. Snoop would be Snoop Dogg. Yeah. yeah. How much do you think Snoop Dogg is? A thousand each. What's your guess, yeah, Adon? Easy. Uh, Snoop, uh, let's put him for two. Two hundred. What do you guys think? Uh, Snoop Dogg. Five hundred? Seven fifty. Hey, he dancing? Happy 34th birthday. Y'all down there in Bali, huh? Please believe it. Sat deal double G. Long time fan, man. It's a beautiful thing, man. Enjoy oh my god, he's birthday. like filming against a light. You get me like you're 21. But it's still badass. How fun to get on your phone, like, hey, check out what Snoop Dogg sent me. That's pretty badass. I mean, you have you have it forever too, so I mean, but and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Get down. Lou Ferrigno would be good too because he's got a. Uh, his voice. Oh, Ray Park is on there. Good catch. Oh, he must. He turned it off. I was curious. We could get him to finally admit that he did. He he still hasn't said anything about that. <laughs> okay. How about this? Uh, Clark Gregg, who plays. Uh, oh no, he turned it off. Sugar. Sugar. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, no. It, it does. Does it count of his marked for charity? Uh, I guess they're it, doing it, it for charity then. It just they're making it clear that they're not taking the money; they're giving it to charity. Which is okay, nice. so yeah, yeah. I guess it doesn't matter the dollar amount. He's he's got it for charity. Clark Gregg, Phil Coulson from uh, Avengers. Billy D. Williams. Ooh, one hundred. What'd you say, Lewis? A hundred. Four hundred. 
100. It oh, could 100. be more, but I think 100 is good. I'm going to say 75. 300 bucks. Yeah. Mark okay, Hamill is probably in there, too. Hi, Paul. From your wife, Joe, and of course, my... I mean, that's a, that's now you guys understand how Cameo works. It's pretty. It's, it's a pretty brilliant idea, actually, I think. O.J. Simpson is not on. I was curious. <laughs> Lou Ferrigno. That, that would have been weird. Lou's got to be on there, right? Yeah, someone's saying he is. Yeah, oh yeah, he's on there. And he's 150 bucks. <laughs> I mean, I didn't mean that meanly, but yeah, of course, he does like every convention he can get to. Uh, he, he was, he's not always the nicest guy. <laughs> could, could I vouch for him? Okay, good. He's okay, nice. he's a, he's kind of a disclaimer. He's kind of a, I was gonna call, call me and we'll talk for a long time. He, he can't hear well, so like sometimes it seems like he's ignoring you. So you kind of oh, okay. have to like Maybe that's what take happened. that into account, you know? And it, his hearing's really bad. Like, really bad, dude. So, Andy, what about Flavor well, Flavor Flav? How much do you think Flavor Flav? Oh, that'd Flav. be great. How much? Uh, well, I see they have Bart Simpson. She was there. Bart Simpson, Nancy Cartwright was there. She was 450. And then Yurley Smith, Lisa, was, which would have been equally as good, uh, 150, surprisingly. But they're both now, they must have gotten, they're like, we're, we're good. We're tapped out. Uh, who'd you say Flavor Flav? Flavor Flav! That'd be amazing. How much you think? Yeah. Is he on there? Yeah, he's on there. How oh, much? Oh, I won't look then. You good? You, you tricked me. Uh, Flavor Flav. I bet you he wants money, man. I bet you he's two fifty. Thousand. Thousand two fifty. He's old school. No, he's, old school. Uh, he's not worth that. I, 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 no. Yeah, but he's old school. Old school. Old school celebrities like from the eighties and stuff. They right. charge more. One seventy five. One seventy five. Thousand. Andy, you, Andy, you got it just right. Two fifty. Oh yes! I didn't even cheat. Yeah, good. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a fair price. I would say two fifty is a fair price. You're not over Stallone too much. Stallone would be amazing, but I doubt he's there. Stallone or Arnold. Man, they got they everybody's on here now. I mean, they should, why not? Put everybody. Who cares? Oh, Christian Winnie Bale. Cooper from yeah. the Wonder Years. Oh. I'm a classic. What do you money. think she charges? Hi, Laura. This is Danica McKellar. One, what'd you say? 150. You got it. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, wow. Spot on. Yeah. yeah, that's worth it. You got to take two minutes out to like say some comment to a fan, but they're paying you 150 bucks. I would do that all day. That, that adds up quick. Depends if they call them, though. She's had to me not. Yeah, I mean, I'm sh who knows? I'm, I wonder if it says see all 269. I wonder if she's had more, if that's uh, the max she's had. Well, I can't do math. What's that times 150? What is it? 269. Hey, Siri, 269. That's four. She made 40. <laughs> that's 40,000 bucks. How much does the, the that right? take out, though? Wait a second. Is that right? Hello? Yeah. 269. I mean, if she had 269 uh, requests at 150 a pop, that's 269 times 150, right? But they're probably taking a percentage. That's, but I'm just saying that. that's 40 grand to just go on Cameo to make some people. Uh, all my profits get donated to children's hospital charities. So over 30,000 donated so far since the pandemic started. Yeah, good for her, girl. So she's doing it. She, see, I like that. She's doing it for charity. So she shows up and she gets to raise thirty grand for ch children's charities. Bravo, Danica! See, I always had a crush on her. Now I still do. Wasn't cameo what Jaw Rule tried to do with Firefest? Yes, <laughs> I think it was Myra. Uh, Firefest, man, that was fire. That was fire. 
Uh, Kool-Aid Man does it for free. Really? On here? Kool-Aid Man's on there? <laughs> no shit. <laughs> uh, he's not available now, but... Oh, yeah! <laughs> 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 wow. This oh yeah! <laughs> he's give him a sign, and he just keeps saying, "Oh yeah!" Uh, wow, that was that was smart. Oh man. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Brie Larson. No, I didn't. I, I doubt it. No, James. No, James. Are you shitting me? No way. You're shitting me. What's going on? What? Jay what? Washington has a cameo? <laughs> what? Oh my god, we got somebody. We got to get Jody and me a cameo. From Jay. everybody, it's me, your resident supervillain, Mr. Jay Washington, and I'm here on cameo to say all of the things and deliver all of the things in the beautiful ways and convey them in ways. I bet you he bought that himself. Hello, <laughs> everybody. It's me, the resident supervillain, Mr. Jay Washington. Oh I'm yeah. Super excited and pumped up to be a part of cameo. So yeah, he's like, hey, everybody, this is me, super. First of all, why are you doing it at the gym, you idiot? I, the music is too loud. If I bought that, I'd be pissed, even for $10. My God. It's people. You show a little bit of time. But he'll respond in nine hours. So, guys, we got Jay Washington. We got John Rocco. We got Campia. You got Christian Harloff. Go cameoing. Let's see if, if any of them – you guys step it up. Let's see if you can uh, trick them into sending me a video that I can put on the on the channel. Let's see if they'll We'll be opening a cameo, too, in a, a couple hours. Me? Let's do it. Everybody. Yeah. Oh, Adon, yeah. movie champ, let's do I'm gonna, it. I'm going to submit. I'll do it. I'll submit it. Uh, why not? Good for them. They're on there. My name is Louis. Jay, Sucker, and you're Jay Washington. Planet. Jay Washington's on there, and I and then I'm not. Now I'm pissed. I do want one from Jody, though. Yeah. We should get Jody on there too. I do want a Jody one. Yeah, but uh, let's, get, uh, get let's get let's get Roca and Wa let's get Washington and have him. Dear Jody, it's me, Jay Washington. Just wanted to apologize for slandering your name. Wish you the best. Take care. That that's a good cameo. That's worth ten dollars. Gilbert Godfrey. How much do you think he is? Mm -hmm. So I see you guys suggesting he was in the comment. Hey! hey! Lisa, this is Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> see, every time I hear his voice, I think of uh, uh, <laughs> the Aladdin, the parrot. How much yeah, is that? He's 150. Uh, Elijah Woods. Oh, that'd be a good one. Yeah, I've already He's met on him. there. He's cool. Met him. I'm good. How much do you think he is? Uh, oh, you you have the total. Uh, Elijah Wood. I bet you he's pricier. I bet you. Elijah? I bet you he's two fifty. No, I bet you he's two hundred. Three hundred. Uh, Lewis, you can chime in. in. Elijah Woods is a three hundreder. He's a bit. He's a old school Back to the Future and and um. Back to what's the Future. <laughs> well, he has a cameo. Um, and two. And he's in Lord of the Rings. Two. Okay. So he's 225. Oh. That's close. Yeah. But oddly enough, um, John Noble, who was also in the movie, he's like, he's like more classical actor, I think. He's way less on that mark. Huh. I just, I, you can search by movie too in here, apparently. Yeah, I mean, they've got, they've, they've increased. There's a ton of people in here. The problem is, like, stars. if you get in Elijah Woods, his voice isn't like, distinguishable like a mike tyson would be amazing flavor flavor or ice cube man how much do you think he charges 
thousand. Oh, uh, five hundred. I'm gonna 500 say five hundred bucks. You were right. Oh, shit. Damn. I see. Now I'm sorry. We're all uh, we're all just obsessed with this thing. And hold on, Anthony book, Daniels, how hold much? on? Can you book a Zoom, Zoom chat? No, it looks. Like, I think you can chat with them like messages. Bunda, if, Anthony from, Daniels. There's a chat feature where you oh. can like text them and they'll respond to you, which is to me is like the for two dollars. But I'm sure someone else is doing it. How about the soup Nazi? No soup for you. Uh, soup Nazi? Does he go by Soup Nazi on this? Yeah. Well, he's. Yeah, he's a soup Nazi. 80 bucks. It's kind of ridiculous. Man, everybody's in here. It's such a weird... Going back through... Remember Lisa Loeb for $100? Mm. I mean, man. Richard Karn from Home Improvement. Aw. Remember him, guys? Tom Arnold? Jason David Frank. There you go, Don. What, how much do you want him for? Uh, Green Ranger. Uh, you know what? I'll say 50 he was, he was, was he 80? He was 80. Damn. Uh, no, he's 80? He's 80. I, I'm not too surprised, though. Like, he's the best ranger. Well, that's smart. There's, like, impressed personators that are there. Steve, oh, so Steve, the reason I brought this up again is because uh, John Oliver did a bit about getting Steve Gutenberg, and they bought a Steve Gutenberg cameo for their last episode. It's actually pretty funny. Uh, but that's what, that's right. And Charlie Sheen, he is on there. How much do you think Charlie Sheen's charging? Five. Five hundred bucks. Damn. Wow. Five hundred bucks. It's that tiger blood, bro. Yeah. Dude, but if you get his if brother's you get not on to... there, right? I love how they have uh they have the Night King from Game of Thrones, the White Walker, you know. And it's just funny because it's like or he's not the Night King, he's just the random White Walker that walks by mm -hmm. in the beginning. And yeah, who I mean I would never buy him because it's like yeah, that's a convention, guys. He looks normal. <laughs> Even for 35 bucks, I'm sorry. Unless you got the makeup I, on, I'm, I'm good, dude. Here's a good one uh, you guys may want to consider grabbing for your podcast. This is uh, John Kaser. I think that's his name, the Crypt Keeper. Oh, that'd be fun, Ooh. yeah. Yeah. Kato okay. Kalen. <laughs> He's Gary bucks. Busey. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, that'd be funny. Give me two. Two. Two Utah, two, two Signor, two. He's three fifty. That's that's pricey. Oh, that's kind of high though. All right. Anyway, have I have I bored everybody with this? Kane Hodder. He's in this. He's in the circuit. What do you think he is? You would should know that, Lewis. Kane Hodder. Yeah. Jason. Um, that guy does conventions. I would say it's eighty bucks. Hundred bucks. Peter Weller, hmm. RoboCop. Okay, that's got to be at least a hundred dollars. His voice is iconic. Yeah, two hundred bucks. Oh, sorry. Yeah, two hundred bucks. Uh, man, yeah, there's a. They got a lot. So anyway, cameo. I'm I'm been going through cameo. Cam, oh, I went the wrong. Well, where am I? F. Cameo's got a lot of stuff. Eric, oh, John Lovitz, Eric Roberts. Is Van Dam on here? No. Wow. I didn't see Van Dam. Bro, there's, there's Rob Van Dam. Bro, Triumph the Insult Dog. Is Over. he on there? Yeah. How, How much do you guys think he charges? Oh, I bet you he's... No, How much? I, I'm going to say 175 Adan? Uh, I'm going to say uh, 
Two hundred because he's got some funny lines, man. Two ninety five. Jeez, it's pretty high. Yeah, but it's like it's work for him. Yeah, that's, but that's like that's a cool get. Oh yeah, and you have to put on the dog thing and everything. I'm looking at all the Star Wars people as well. Chewbacca, they got, the they got Star Trek uh, actors. You got Lavar Burton who uh, played Jordy. He's on there. Yeah, dude, they got dude. It's a crazy list of people. Anyway, uh, cameo, good job. All right, uh, but I, I, I now I just want to do the uh, parody, uh, and see if they do. I, bet, I, I, I would be shocked if any of them did it, unless you get to trick them and don't say my last name and they don't know it. Uh, man, that'd be hilarious. James Taylor, Andy, you got to watch the woke trailer. The next television, you got to watch the woke trailer. The next television show for. Oh, I saw that because I, I looked up woke trailers at one point for my show, and it ended up being a trailer for a movie called Woke. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to watch it now because it'll just ding everything. But yeah, I'll check it out. Mm -hmm. I need to check it out. Uh, the voice you got of I'm at best in there, but but like, is he gonna do it in the Jar Jar voice? No, no way he would do it. No. And why even bother? Right? No, I, I think he uh, wasn't there. Like a small documentary where he showed that like being Jar Jar like pretty much ruined his life. For, yeah, for it was portion. a that was, I mean, it truly was kind of a pain in the ass because they hyped him up as the next big thing, and then he clearly, I as we know, it. was not. Mm -hmm. It was just he was just so and I mean I, for me, I mean even though it had its issues, Star Wars the one two three was the movies that you know got me into Star Wars for me because even though the ones came out I knew it but I only really started watching Star Wars until those started dropping and you know I got into it so watching I maybe watch the other ones stuff like that even though it had issues it got me into Star Wars even though it had even though not because it had a lot of issues. One more, Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. Ooh, Dolph would be a good one. Yes, guess. He dies. He dies. Dolph. He's. I, I, I would think he would charge a premium. Two. Uh, two fifty. Two fifty. Yeah. I mean, or two ninety five. Two twenty five. Three hundred. Three hundred. Oh, and I wanted to say three. Oh. Yeah, I was gonna say he seems like he he he's high on himself as he should be. No, no, no disrespect. Well, he has a distinguishable voice. Everyone else is kind of like there's a lot of people here. That yeah, but but think about how many people just want to have him say, "I will break you." That must be on like there. I mean, how many people are? He's got to be. Oh yeah. In fact, yeah, I gotta I, see that. He must have. I will. I will break you. Is, what's it called in there? Uh, what, Evil Dead. Uh, you mean Bruce oh, Campbell? Uh, Bruce yeah. Campbell will be good. Bruce Hi Campbell there. will be good. Tony Todd. Message there. for Harlan. Because you're turning 80. That's great, man. Congratulations. So, uh, myself and uh, my friend Steven Seagal uh, are your favorites. That's really good. Well, Steven couldn't be here. I'll, I'll uh, see if he can call you later. Uh, so, your daughter, Ula, she misses you very much. Watching movies with you in North Canton. Aw, that's uh, cute. So, um, she sends so a kiss stoked. over there. And she wants you to keep being a badass. So do I. I say the same thing. So for myself, Dolph Lundgren, I just want to tell you, enjoy your birthday or I must break you. Knew it. Nice. Congratulations, Harlan. Yeah. I mean, bravo. And good for Dolph Lundgren to, like, have a sense of humor and just do it. For 300 bucks, I want to hear, I will break you. Uh, that's pretty bad. And you'd be surprised. A lot of actors, they don't like to. Um, uh, Ray you know, Fisher doesn't like to say booyah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm talking about the ones that have been having to say that for like yeah, true. 10, 30 years. He, he won't have to worry about that oh, much yeah. longer. <laughs> Lewis is like, but, shut up. 
Don't do this. Well, I'm not showing my face. I'm just showing Lewis's face. No, I, I, I you know, he said, yay. That's all. Amen. Yay. Amen. Brother. The story. Amen. What else? Brother. There's nothing more to say. Steven Seagal. Oh, Steven Seagal's not there yet, but man, that would be a good one. That would be hilarious. My mother, my mother loves Steven Seagal. I don't know why. She watched all his movies. I think if he's on there, I probably went to pay for it. Just for my mom. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even that big of a uh, Steven Seagal fan, but just for the soundbite, it would be probably worth it. Well, I saw somebody said John Lovitz is there. I, I would I would do it for the critic. I would be like, hey, it's Jay Sherman in Popcorn Planet. It stinks. <laughs> Anyone remember that show? No, just me? No, uh, the, critic? the Critic? That was a was great brilliant. show. Uh, uh, the, cr- oh, the Critic? Oh, I yeah. love that. that, that, that was uh, John Lovitz was the voice of the critic. Stinks. 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 It stinks. Love that, sh- love that cartoon. Uh, uh, does anybody remember the old cartoon Duckman? Of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Love it. Dude, I would. I honestly, we were talking. Okay, so we were talking about stuff that uh, would need a uh, like a little card in front of it before they you watch it. Duckman was one of those shows. That that was if you're gonna uh, if, because they don't stream that anymore, do they? You can't watch that. Stream I don't know anymore. where you can see it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know where it is. Be you see what USA Late Night like what, what twelve and one. I used to love Duckman. His story, yeah, ridiculous. With uh, voice by Jason Alexander. Uh, that was a voice I, I could love uh, with just someone just yelling. So <laughs> he yelled every other line, and it was just great. But it was a good. But like the thing, I love I love the writing it because all he'd been through, he did have a, a good story. He was good at what he did before, and then all the crap that happened to him. So I love the story, the premise of it, but all the antics and the, the like, I don't think I don't think that would work now. He just might be all the stuff that was in that show was ridiculous. Wait, so Eric said seeing these old people be paid to talk to other people is depressing as shit. Why? Nah. They're not all I think old they're doing their job. All, they're they're, young yeah, they're shit, making people this. happy. Can I can I tell you guys can I share with you guys a Mike Tyson story? Do it. Um Okay, yeah. so I, I I I used to do conventions called Nick the Fridge Con and I had Mike Tyson there and Stan, a lot of a lot of great people. I was blessed to have them come in. So I was in um with Mike, he was doing the autographs and he was talking to people and he, and he was just like, you know, talking about stories, about fights and everything, not just with me, but with everyone sharing his experience. And he was talking about how, like, I don't know if you guys remember, like, Joe Lewis and all the old school fighters. A lot of them, people don't know, because we saw them in the height of their career, and we see them on pay-per-view. They all died poor. A lot of them were homeless, actually. They never, you know, they had all these medical conditions, no, no insurance and stuff. And he was saying the stories like, hey, the ability to go and, like, do autograph and, 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 uh, you know, do these shows and stuff have given me the opportunity to like pay my rent and stuff like that. And, and, and not be homeless because look, Mike Tyson, there's no secret. He got ripped off, <laughs> you know, and stuff like that. So this kind of stuff, it gives opportunity to actors that to us, they look like they're all millionaires and stuff, but a lot of times that's not the case. A lot of times, you know, the studios made the money or they had a bad contract or they spend it on something a vice or something. So, this is great for them. Yeah, and, and when, as I'm going through some of these lists, it's like, yeah, a lot of these people. Just, I, I just, okay, so Richard Dreyfus. How much do you think he charges? Ooh. Probably, he's, sa- he's sadly probably less than we think he is. Okay. People, I would think, Don't look, guys. Don't not, look. I would think people have forgotten. I'm, I'm going to say, uh, 
Richard Dreyfus, Don. I, I think he's worth more than the amount I'm giving, just for the record. One fifty. Uh huh. Yeah. Two hundred. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna go two uh two sixty five. He's the most expensive one I've seen. One a nine hundred and ninety nine. Bro, good for what? him. He's not wasting his time. Uh, He's a legend Jeez. though. Yeah, sorry, good. Okay. I was afraid he wasn't gonna do it that high, but you know what? He should. Because I haven't He's seen a legend. That's, that's yeah, highest. Yeah. He's been, you know, yeah. dogs. I mean, you want to talk Eddie Forlong? Eddie Forlong, uh, Andy. Cole. Oh, I'm, he's on there. Edward Furlong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I bet you he's. Uh, who? This is John Connor. Let's think of our interview. Seventy-five bucks. Ah, bingo! You got it. Uh, right right yeah, nice. It's like it's fifties too short, hundreds too much. Seventy-five, nice, right in the middle. I figured. I uh, he he didn't. I should have paid him. I guess he did it for free for us. I got some views on that too. Uh, that was a good video. Ian Zeering from Sharknado. His his stock went up. Two hundred bucks. Katie Sackoff. She's gonna go up once Mandalorian starts. So buy hers now before it goes back uh, up. Oh, again. I love her in Galactica. Uh, Ross Marquand from uh, Rocky Dead. He does amazing impressions. Robert Wagner. Robert. What do you guys wow. Uh, hundred bucks. Don. Right there. 75. I, I logo a lot. 120. Three. Wow. Oh. He's old school. Old school is always going to do more. The old school way of thinking with the actors, I noticed they don't like to do conventions or anything like this. So okay. like, what about Don Johnson? I like him. He's in I'm there. In there that is. No, he's in there. Uh, oh, is he's, he? He's, he's high on himself. I, think, I bet you he's $400. Don? I'll, uh, I'll go three. I can't say because I just saw it. Oh, okay. He's five hundred. Yeah, yeah, I was close. I knew okay. it. He's old a, school. He's, okay. the, he's the type. Oh, I could tell. He's like he's not doing that for fifty bucks. You guys kidding me? What was the name of the guy that was his uh, partner in in uh, Miami Vice? Uh, Tubbs. Uh... <sighs> Shit. What's his name? Uh... <laughs> Man, I wish we had the internet to look. I'm too lazy. <laughs> Here's someone I wish I would have gotten, like, but it, this obviously this stuff wasn't around. Is Donald Pleasance? That would have been amazing. Yeah. Doctor Loomis, I shot him six times. Well, I mean, uh, they have uh, from the cast of the boys. They have Tom Harper, the guy who is the the monkey guy, the gorilla guy. Number one. Oh yeah yeah okay. Do you? Uh, can you guess like how much he is? He's he's pretty young. He's uh he's been out there for a little bit. I don't know. Lewis, you got a, you got a wager? Uh, I don't know, man. I would uh, say I would say okay. Since you're bringing it up, I'd say it's three hundred. It's probably something like what? It's it's a speech. You, you said he's new, so well, it's uh, uh, Umbrella Academy. So he's oh. got two seasons underneath him. He's number one of the Umbrella Academy, like. Really? As far okay. as the, the, of, of the cast members, he's number one. He's the one that cries all the time. The giant dude. Three hundred five. One seventy-five and three hundred. Yeah. Okay. Two hundred. Ah, damn. Mm-hmm. Crip Keeper's worth it. Fifty-five bucks. Got Mick Foley also. Philip Michael Nick Thomas. Foley. Thank you, Astro Galatron. That's who it was. Philip Michael Thomas. Mick Foley's on there. Okay. 
I'm a wrestling. I'm a wrestling guy. You know, Hulk Hogan. How much do you? Th- Never mind. I was gonna make a bad joke. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> Stop myself. I'm not going there. Uh, How much do you think Andy Signor is gonna charge? Five dollars. <laughs> no, I got. I, I got. Well, I can't let Roca. I mean, come on, Roca's charging fifty. So. I don't want. I don't think I actually want to be on Cameo. I feel like it's more embarrassing to be on Cameo. I'll just just message me. Come on the stream. See, yeah. it seems a little. Uh, I don't think I'm that popular. It's, and you can tell they have three cameos in there. It's almost more ridiculous. But hey, you never know. But I th- honestly, I think the Richard Dreyfus approach is more is spot on. Get higher dollar amounts and don't have to sit there for for ten of them. You know, for ten bucks and get one for uh, nine hundred bucks. Way better deal. So yeah, I'll charge nine hundred dollars. Richard Chris Dreyfus. Tucker, how much do you guys think he charges? Chris Tucker's on there. Chris yep. Tuck- Seriously? Wow. Chris Tucker's on there. He's expensive. He's four hundred bucks. He just says three fifty. It's a good guess. Six, uh, I'm Five? gonna go six hundred. Five. Yeah. Oh. I knew he, wasn't, he wasn't gonna be cheap. I, I would not do that. <laughs> See, he has, a, he has a distinguishable voice. Like you yeah, want he does. I can't do it. It's way too. No, hard. he does. It's a very nasally voice. An annoying voice, I'll say it. But it's also video, so that's that's cool. Is I guess. <laughs> well, because people won't, can't say it's an impersonator. Yeah, it, well, you know how people are. <laughs> God, it's amazing. Their their Marvel section has I've never even heard of these people. Johnny Whitworth, who is that? Oh, he's in Ghost Rider. And Empire Records and the hunt, the 100 Limitless. Sorry, dude, didn't mean to be. Who are these? Are Marvel people? Alice Cooper, Howard the They're Duck, all... Head Gale. I remember him. I did a video with him. These Mar, these are bad Marvel celebrities. Frank Grillo. There you go. How much do you think Frank Grillo Crossbones is? Two. Oh, you know what? Uh, I'll say two twenty-five. Uh, because he, he does more than just Marvel movies. He's got Netflix stuff, and uh, he's been in The Purge 2, 3. 275. You all overbid. 125. Oh, wow. Uh, he's a bargain. He's a bargain. Price is right. Dun, 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 dun. How much is Rob Liefeld, uh, get Deadpool creator, Rob, Rob Liefeld? Really? How much do you think he's charging? Mm. 120. $69. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, right. how much is uh from uh, Daredevil? He was um uh what's his name? He's in Mighty Ducks. He's uh he's the lawyer. Hot Foggy. Oh. Oh. Um 30. Uh, uh 50. For Foggy? Foggy. Oh, oh, I might be underselling that, but I'll, I'll say 50. 125. Oh, oh wow! Shamik yeah. Shamik Moore, who is the voice of Miles in Into the Spider Verse, which is badass. How much do you think he charges? Well, he's pretty popular though, so he's kind of popular. Yo, Kristen, what's up? I'm Shamik Moore. I play Miles Morales in Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. What do you think he's charging? Well, since you just, you just read that, my price three hundred. Uh, I say two. I say one seventy-five. Oh, that was gonna actually say the same thing. He is one hundred dollars. Okay. So, oh no, shit! Deborah Messing is on here. I want to pay three hundred dollars for her to say I'm voting for Trump. (laughs) 
She will not do it. Oh, uh, there's a dude. There's a Michael Jackson impersonator here. There's a lot of them. Yeah, they got a bunch of impersonators. And guess how much they're charging? Seventy-five. No, huh? seventy-five. Seventy-five. Yeah. Dave Bautista's on there, Dean. Trick me. If they're charging more than fifteen dollars, I'm gonna be upset. Bro, a hundred and thirty-five dollars. I ain't paying no hundred and uh, well, anything Well, apparently they got some play, man. They got some play. He better be damn good. Michael Bean. How much you guys think he charges? Michael Bean. Mm. Kyle Reese from Terminator. Oh. Oh okay. Um. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, one twenty-five. Yeah, I could. As, I'm gonna go one fifty. I'm gonna give him a little bit more credit. Let me see. Ninety-three. Oh, you oh. got closest. Okay. Come on, man! Like he oh my did. God. Uh, like millions. I. Uh, Does anyone else listen to Howard Stern, or is it just me? I don't listen to them. Oh my um, god! They have Eric. The, Will they have Will the farter? They have high pitch Eric. Oh my <laughs> god! That's amazing. They got Bobo. Wow! King of all blacks. Jeff the drunk. My god! Mark the baggers there. They're all charging on cameo. Tan mom. Shit. Anyway, nobody knows this. Artie Lang. Oh man! Oh, poor Artie Lang in that nose. That's crazy, man. You can really find any. So anyway, there's the uh, there's the lesson. Cameo is happening. It's out there. Uh, I was going to end on a uh, completely separate nice note, but uh, you guys should check out the – I tweeted earlier today, but the uh, Howard – if you're a Disney fan, like at all, you like the Disney – especially like the Disney Renaissance, the Little Mermaid era, the Howard Ashman documentary on Disney Plus was surprisingly good, really impressive, learned a lot about that era, and it's just a really touching story, and I had no idea how instrumental he was in saving Disney. Like he, he was – it was crazy. Because it's usually Mencken and uh, Ashman are the ones who made the music for Little Mermaid and Aladdin, Little Shop of Horrors, uh, Beauty and the Beast. But uh, Ashman did the music, but it was really uh, 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 – no, Mencken did the music. Ashman did all the lyrics, but lyrics, but really wrote the scripts for the movies, surprisingly. He was, like, really on board in the outlines. Anyway, it was a, it's, a, it's a sad but also really uh, opening eye-opening documentary. I was just going to plug it if anybody likes Disney. I was sort of ignoring it, but it was a very quick watch, and it's it's worthy of learning some uh, fun history. And uh, it was uh, 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 heavy for a Disney Plus thing, so I was impressed they did it. And then I also watched the Frozen documentary, and it was just amazing watching how they had the Frozen 2 documentary. They had no idea what they were doing when they made that movie. <laughs> it was really entertaining to watch them. They were so stressed out, working nonstop, constantly changing and writing songs at the last minute because they didn't even know how to end it or what the theme of the movie was, which just showed why Frozen 2 wasn't very good. But anyway, there's two fascinating... I was impressed Disney let them put that movie out. It was crazy. Uh, but anyway, two interesting documentaries if you're ever uh, bored and want to watch something new on Disney+. Plus. Anything else you guys would watch or want to plug before we go to end on a fun note? Uh, well, two fun things I, I found interesting today. I saw the trailer for the new Saved by the Bell. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah oh, they, yes. and they uh, have what's her face. Uh, like yeah. I'm so excited. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Is that a new trailer? The one that was released this week? Yeah, yeah. yeah. this week. Yeah, it's a new one. Yeah, that was <laughs> godly. So uh, they're gonna have some of the original cast members, and they make a like a tie. In. I I think they should have held on to that uh, because they make a tie into the episode of the caffeine pills. Yeah, and yeah. that was fun. Wow. 
Cool. Uh, she so does it, that in Broadway shows as well. Like when she does like Broadway shows, she goes, "I'm so excited!" And then like like as a as a as a spoof. <laughs> so she's still doing it. She wow. still does it, yeah. And she looks great, man. Wow. She, yeah, she held up pretty well. And Mario too. Mario Lopez. Oh yeah, man. He no. boxes, man. Like he goes to all the boxing gyms. He's a gym rat. That's why he looks like he's twenty. I thought you said he doxes. I was like, what? He doxes? No, people? boxes. He's a boxer. He'll get in there. He'll get. He'll get in there and bust some heads, man. Like sparring, like blood everywhere. Him and the guy he's sparring. I've been in there. He looks See, untouched. That's what. He, yeah. He looks clean for that. Um, and I guess the other thing that caught my attention is I, I didn't know this uh, finished uh, like uh, within the last week, but. Japan finally finished her Gundam. They have their I like saw that. Yeah, their giant fifty-nine uh, meter tall like robot. Smoke, it was blowing smoke out of it. It was like, like it was like some like, you know how it starts up like shh. I think it was yeah, I saw cool. like it can move his arms, torso, walk around a little bit. Oh, my we're God. way behind on the on this tech uh, on this thing. I came out of my room and I was like uh, telling my folks, I'm like, listen, you know, it, I will take back everything I ever said about Trump. If he came out and said, you know what, I'm going to scrap everything we did this year. We're just going to build a robot. <laughs> Japan did it. We can do it too. <laughs> well, I got it. I promised. I, sorry, I forgot. Bunda paid and I didn't do it. Steve-O oh. did in fact duct tape himself to a billboard. Uh, it was oh. a promotional stunt for some new uh, thing he's, he's launching. But yeah, anybody who saw him dangling in Hollywood, he it was Steve-O. There he is. A, a stunt, really with a stunt coordinator uh, for publicity. Uh, he's got what he needs. And so right now, our role is simply to facilitate the fire department getting him safely down from the billboard. Oh, that's There'll be lame. no criminal elements because he rented that billboard. So um, we're just going to facilitate the fire department taking care of what they need to take care of and keep crowd control and everybody be on their way. Yeah, it was all fake, Bunda. You're an inspiration, bro? Really? Why? A lot of resources. Um, we're trying to keep a minimum from the fire department, but yeah, it's, it's definitely the fire department has a lot of rigs out here, and it takes a lot, a lot of resources waste. away from what we should be doing, is, you know, to make people safe. And so yeah, there's a lot of resources being used. Uh, not a good idea, as you can see. We had a crowd of about 100 people out here. Nobody was wearing masks. Nobody was social distancing, and that can create. I remember a that spot in Hollywood. Yeah. So there it is. A very naughty multiple special. Go to stevo.com. Stevo gnarly, and he's just, it's kind of dumb. <laughs> there he is. Okay. That was just. And there he is. Uh, he's on a billboard. I'm attached to a billboard, swipe right, sweep, and I want to emphasize that the team of real professionals rigged everything safely. There is zero chance of me. Well, then what's the point? If it's all fake and it's all safe, it's not really a, is it really that cool of a stunt? Yeah, but exactly. You got a permit, then it's no fun. Uh, there's zero chance of me falling, and it's important to me that we not waste any valuable city resources on this. Oh, he still did. Uh, I'm happy just to hang out and really want the world to know about this project I worked so hard on. It's called Gnarly. And if you're over 18, check out stevo.com. Okay, I'm going to go check that out really quick before we go. And stevo.com. Let's help him out because he's doing stupid stuff again. When did he Whoa. stop? Whoa, I see a naked Stevo. What what is he selling though? His podcast? He did a podcast with Tommy Lee, Dr. Drew and Tiffany Hadish. He's on tour. And you can buy face Stevo face masks. Ugh. And I'm an surprised Stevo book. doesn't have a OnlyFans. 
And his new comedy <laughs> special, click here for Gnarly. Bat, are you over 18? Yes. Watch the whole thing. Uh, the following features terrible behavior, graphic nudity, and stunts going horribly wrong while under the supervision of professionals. According to the producers, producers must insist that no one attempt to recreate any of these. And, yeah, it looks like there's a bunch of jackass guys, including – oh, I see Johnny Knoxville's there, too. Uh, oh, cool. So he's doing like a – they all showed up to help him. This is all safe to look at. Looks like they all showed up to help him uh, do it. Get ready. This is going to be gnarly. <laughs> Pretty gnarly. <laughs> kind of gnarly. Yeah. Are we ready? Yeah. yeah. Wait, it's a comedy special too? Women can paint their boobs and show them on Instagram. Yeah, so I figure I should be able to paint my dick and do whatever. Oh, I, I can't show that. Whoops, <laughs> 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 there. That's going to get demonetized. Uh, I want. That was fake. It was a fake one. Make some noise for. Yeah. Dove. Right. Including his most painful stunt ever. When my buddies lit that stuff. Uh, so anyway, it looks like, uh, yeah, he does this most painful stunt ever. He does some, some comedy and he wants you to go pay $10 for it. So if you like Steve-O and you like that kind of stuff, uh, go check out, uh, Steve-O. I, I guess there we go. Thanks, Bunda. You made me give, do a big plug for Steve-O. Uh, all right. Anyway, wrapping the show up. Uh, yeah. Oh shit. It's late. My God. Thank you guys for hanging late. I guess you're not going streaming, uh, Lewis. No, I'm going to work on some videos. As I said, uh, tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. Coolio. Uh, so go check out Nerd Report, 6 a.m. Check out his scoop. It's going to happen. And, uh, yeah, go on our support, subscribe, all that stuff. Uh, absent good. And your and uh, Mrs. Good, all you guys were awesome tonight. Thank you. Thank you. you were She was so cool. You got a guy going to come back. We'll do it next time. We'll have you guys fight legitly. Uh, thank <laughs> you for coming on. And, and uh, yeah, come back anytime. Did you guys have fun? Anything you want to plug? Uh, oh. Her show, like I think you should start it. Crazy Sexy Pool on YouTube. Uh, all that, you know. She's we do a segment out. called Shaded and Faded where we wear our shades and we be a little twisted and faded and we talk about real life things, couple things, and we review food items and we have a lot of fun over there. So check us out. Cool. I want to come on and do that some night. Yeah, let me know. I oh, yeah. Uh, we're yeah. Yes. yes. Do it. And we can talk about couple, talk about couple things. Yeah. We've been married for so long, so we just. How long have you been married? Uh, it'll, be, it'll be 10 years, September. Wow. Oh, Bravo. Yeah. 10 oh, years. Yeah. That's legit. Thank you. And you seem to like each other, so good job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Andy, so much for having me. Yeah, of course. Thanks for coming. You were great. Fun. Thank you. Nice to see you, yeah. And then a Don with the trains go rolling behind him. Check out Nerd Tots. Anything else you want to plug? Uh, uh, keep an eye out for us. We're gonna uh, do some more videos, and we're gonna try getting into that Twitch uh, videos and stuff. We were there last week. We'll try be on Twitch again this weekend. Sweet. Uh, yeah. And I'm just I'm hypnot. That train ride behind you is is hypnotic. I'm just like lost in the in the train ride. Oh yeah. Whoa, hey. dude. So soothing. Just smart. Just keeps going. That is pretty cool, though. Just, you just, just throw a GoPro in the front of a train. Just let it. Well, go. I like I like planes. I like uh, like the the, the the video coming out Microsoft um, plane. I like watching it. As I'll, I'll watch it all of its planes. Can I add one more thing, Andy? No, Lewis. All right, we're done. No, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing almost 300 people here, which is amazing. But only 100 thumbs up. Yeah, what's up with Support that? Support the channel, man. Go throw it. He's it's right. Free. 
Go throw a thumbs up and uh, yeah. go hit a join. Hit the join while you're there. <clears throat> we got more loading, and yeah, we got, let's let's get those th those likes. Getting up. a few in. That's it. That's what I'm there talking about. Smash those that like button before we wrap up. Good call, Lewis. Uh, well, there you go. Beautiful uh, show tonight. Uh, fun to hang out. Sorry you got to see Steve-O's penis. If you looked close enough, it happened for a second. Uh, don't report <laughs> me. And, uh, yeah, that's all we got. So and tune in uh, next week. Uh, and, uh, yeah, guys, I get, before I go, I guess I'll, I'll – I, I don't know if I'll stream again before then, but uh, this Saturday I'm turning 41. Man. Damn. Yeah, 41 oh, this Saturday, right. the 15th. Oh, damn, feeling old. <laughs> but you know, it is what it is. But uh yeah, make sure to send some wishes uh on my on that on Saturday because I'll be feeling it then. Uh but uh yeah, let me know. And uh that's it. Thank I love all you guys for watching, supporting, tuning in. Uh I may tune in this weekend to celebrate. We'll see, it depends. Uh but otherwise tune in next week. And uh yeah, I got more stuff loading. I'm loading up with some fun videos. And go check out the uh, scoop. Go spread the avatar scoop that uh it's not being shared anywhere. Uh and oh I'm gonna have another top three of our movie world. So lots to watch and obviously check out all these peoples and their contents. Uh thanks for watching everybody. Night everybody, enjoy. See Hi. you later. Bye. Bye. And there's always a little bit. I think it's going to cut off any second. Close this. Close that. Close that. And then when I see it up there, it'll be a delay. Oh, there's always a 30-second delay after.